0: All right, howdy. Welcome back to Winleymania, Mania, the podcast you never heard of, brought to you by the band you never heard of. The band that me, the best in the world, Andrew, is in. That's right. I'm not the only member, although if I was, I mean, come <laughs> on, that'd be fucking great, right? <laughs> It'd be so good. But uh, no, there's this guy. He's a uh, man's best friend, Devin Hopkins. He's in that, and he yeah. also helps me out. Apparently, I'm man's best friend. Win- hey. You want to be called D Hog instead? I thought D Hog. Yeah, D Hog. Yes, D Hog. Yes, D Hog. Yeah,
1: I'm D Hog. Man's best friend. I'm D Hog. Aka D Hog.
0: <laughs> Aka Bowflex, which I still love that one. So, um, yeah. Um, all right. So, how can I do this as calmly as possible? <laughs> <laughs> I have a very short temper, and part of my part of my um, uh, 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 I guess growing or or uh, uh, how I like to steer myself as a human being is I, I described it to Devin one time as I like to extend the fuse. You remember?
1: I think I remember you talking about. I like about to extend, the, extend fuse the fuse because I
0: have a very short temper and a very short fuse, and I've always just tried to extend the fuse. But sometimes there's things that make the sh- the fuse shorter. The olds. Yeah, about you don't olds. like the olds. You talked about that last week. Um, it, just people in general uh, and this cocksucker with the the dead cocksucker with the turtleneck Steve Jobs <laughs> and his computers <laughs> that he uh, sells uh, for at least a thousand dollars a pop. And then you buy one and then, it, you know, it fucking, you know, likes to shit out on you. When you're recording, what I thought was a very compelling episode of uh, Windley Mania, <laughs> and uh, but now we're here, and um, you know, I we 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 talked a lot, and I guess since you, the listener, I don't have any context to what it was besides the title, um, we are joined by uh, two good friends, two good music people who have been guests on the show before, uh, Mister. Costin, What's up? From uh, Lifting Things. <laughs> yep. And uh, Hymns of Blasphemy. And then uh, Mr., Mr. Jimmy. Mr. Jimmy. Mr. Jimmy. <laughs> uh, haddy, haddy. The turn of forte. Yo, and yo, yo, haddy, slinging, haddy. slinging shirts. Shirt sure um, extraordinaire. Well, and when I, I gathered you guys here because the three of you have been uh, doing work as a collective for the Myrtle Beach shows which were in Myrtle Beach obviously Mm. (laughs) obviously as far as I'd say yeah Yeah. and um, you guys have been putting a lot of work into that the pretty much started uh, I guess we established that you guys started doing it together beginning of this year but you know before all that you guys have all had experience in your hands in uh, show things, your hands deep, wrist deep, elbow deep, And yeah. I'm sorry, you know, I go in, and uh, short arms. We we're talking man. about <laughs> that. <laughs> your choice. We we're talking about that. And one thing I don't like when I don't like hearing the same things over and over again. Uh, Garrett knows this more about me than anybody because I've listened to that dude tell the same fucking stories. <laughs> At, like numerous times and he always gives me a little like nee. cuz he knows i fucking hate it <laughs> but um no i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna extend the fuse and persevere um well we're gonna i, I want to ask you guys about let's start with this let's let's try this cuz we didn't really do this last time in our uh, hour, our uh, uh, <laughs> into an hour of uh conversing about this but um Everyone's origin story in this room as far as getting into the shows as far as like the the booking Mm. and then how that led up to what's going on now with the shows that We've seen like last Saturday me waiting in line, you know 250 people there And I know there's people who listen in different areas You know to the show and it might be involved in music scenes like North Carolina, Georgia, Florida it might see some like cool stuff and might not really like. I, I don't really know what the what the reaction would be to like you know two fifty at a local show in other places, but it's like kind of it's pretty special here. Like there's a long history of Myrtle Beach shows. There's always been a scene, but there's you know fluctuations as far as fluctuates with uh, participation, and I think it's uh, we're we're getting back to people participating. And uh, coming out and yapping about shows mm-hmm. and having a good time and seeing a lot of the same faces at all these shows where there's a lot of people at. Mm-hmm. So what's uh, Constant?
2: So you were talking about the first show I ever booked. Yeah,
0: sure. Tell us your origin story,
2: bro. Okay. Uh, <laughs> tell tell really, us the. I don't uh, know how far, far do I get myth. into it, but so uh, it was 2011. And I had, you know, I had, had, had like a bunch of friends on like Facebook and stuff from like different parts of the state or different parts of the United States rather. And uh, I went to a couple shows in Myrtle Beach in 2011, as well as going to shows in Charleston. And I was talking to my mom one day and I told her I wanted to book a show with bands for my birthday. And she's like, all right, I'll help you. And when I was a kid, she used to be a promoter for radio stations in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Um, it's right. It's yeah. County, right outside of Wilmington, between Wilmington and New yeah. She booked a lot of bands up there. Is that a military town. It is. Yeah, Camp Lejeune. Her uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. her stepdad yeah, was. We yeah, love yeah, Camp a Lejeune. Yeah, hoorah or something like that. Yeah, hoorah! Um, is that but, the
3: one with the with the whole lawsuit? No, yeah,
2: right, right like now. Some, something in that. the water back in the day. It's, it's, something's yeah. in the water. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> killing people. <laughs> I'm from a town outside of there. My mom worked for a radio station. She's a promoter, and she's like, "Yeah, I can help you out," and she was working for a radio station up here and knew a guy that owned a bar um, Mm -hmm. off of 17 Bypass outside of D called Remedies. I went there, had a sit-down meeting with the guy. I had a whole proposal, like presentation of what I wanted to do at his spot, and Mm -hmm. he was like, yeah, let's do it. I didn't have to pay him anything. If I did, I do not remember doing that. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's like, you can have the space from this time to this time. All you need is the bands. Uh, Little did I know I would also need a PA. Didn't realize (laughs) that until the show was starting. Um, and there was bands that I liked uh, Mainly a lot of local bands uh, Specifically Hey Dude hmm. Loved Hey Dude They were at my first local show I ever went to uh, The year prior Literally almost a year prior to that hmm. um, And then I booked um, Abandonment was on there mm-hmm. It was Joey Mercier's old band Yeah uh, Who else played? A band called All For All It was their last show Ooh. I don't you guys remember that band at all They turned it, it turned it into that band called Tidelands Oh yeah, yeah um, Some of the that. members did And uh Jake Howard did an acoustic set, but then I got two out-of-town bands. One was a band called Several Ties from Swansboro, North Carolina, which is a town outside of Jacksonville. They're a deathcore band. I asked him, hey, would you guys come play my birthday show? We're in Myrtle Beach, it's is three hours south. They said, yeah. And then another one was a band called Embracer. And around that time period, like 2010 to 2012, there's a lot of bands that called themselves like melodic hardcore, but they were like more like metalcore. Like mm-hmm. bands like Old <clears> 100, <throat> yeah. uh, The Ghost Inside, Counterparts kind of stuff. And uh, they were all, like, dudes, like, fresh out of high school. Yeah, we'll come down. And they drove from Charleston, West Virginia. Mm. Damn. Played my birthday show. And I'm still friends with some of those dudes. I continued booking a bracer for all my years. Anyway. That's got to feel real
1: good. How old were you then?
2: Uh, It was my 16th birthday. I was 15.
1: Jesus Christ. That was... I would... I'd feel like I was on another planet if I like You're, asked a band to come to play my birthday show and they did. I'd be like,
2: they I did. don't
3: know if I can pay you, but you guys yeah, know what
2: the yeah. fuck I it's am? exactly <laughs> how it was. Um, it was crazy because like my mom was like super about it. She's like, mm. yeah, like, let's do this. She's like, you got to have food for these people. I'm like, <laughs> dude, I'm slinging hot dogs out there Hell yeah. for real. Slinging your hot dogs and on uh, your uh, birthday. yeah, <laughs> and I can't remember who I ended up having to borrow a PA from, but like the show was about to start, I did not have a PA. Mm. And I had searched somebody a little like guitar amp that I used for like practicing vocals in my bedroom oh, They're like that is not working mm. Dude, it was I wish I could show you how tiny the damn, the damn amp was. But someone somehow had a PA. We made it work um, And it was awesome and I was actually watching a video of Embracer set um, I downloaded it to my computer from Vimeo from that day because the band was never the same again I mean mm. they were for like six months, but they changed but I had a lot of people that I've seen going to shows, and I had a lot of like old heads at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, the show went really well. The flyer design was like Joey Mercier made it. Everybody made fun of the flyer design back then. Uh, was I, that the one that was getting shared around recently? You yeah, like, Joey's yeah. the best graphic designer yeah. in town?
4: I didn't see this. <laughs> so oh, God. It. It's, it's it really bad. Awesome.
2: But I shout out to Joey for doing that. Hell for sure. yeah. He was like, yeah. He's like, Abandonment will definitely play. I was like, that's what I'm talking about. Um, the show went really well. And from that, I brought in Bracer back a few times throughout the years. And then some of them turned into a band called uh, Arise's Kings. And Arise's Kings turned into a band called Left Behind. That turned out to be on Pure Noise Records. And I booked them a bunch. Uh, because of that initial connection with me booking something it was all of the band members from the original lineup of embracers their first show out of state ever Mm. and for um you know i've I've made that connection with those guys and they got more popular and they told their booking agent hey you know we always play myrtle beach yeah we'll always play myrtle beach hit up coston he'll book shows and i did um really good dude so yeah my first show i ever booked was uh it was a big like, huge lineup but it was remedies bar and grill which is no longer remedies it was uh, started perfect. off as a shit show but it uh kind of set the course for me doing stuff going Hell forward damn that's a good story so like I like that. december of 20 december of this year would be 12 years jesus christ of me being booking me booking bands um yeah i mean i can go like further back if you want me to by <laughs> like, listening I mean, to bands and stuff like that but oh, the first show great. i ever booked was that you mean, talk about the first show i ever went to in myrtle beach Sure. I'll tell you, <laughs> Baboon Brigade, baby. It was Baboon Brigade. Oh, Brigade. We used to work with a couple of those yeah, guys at uh, at uh, the basement. Nice. My um, I can't remember who else played Baboon Brigade <laughs> and some other band. But my mom dated one of the band members in the band uh, Shark Legs, and he invited us. Oh, really? Yeah,
1: that was the band my uncle was in. Yeah, I know. I don't think it. it was my uncle. That it was not your though. uncle. <laughs> it
2: was the drummer. I think. Oh,
1: uh, he yep. was in Prowler. Yes. Yes, yeah. he
2: was in Prowler. Uh, they broke We're up after solutions. that, but it was like the first <laughs> show I ever went to. And I was like, this is crazy. And the first like show I ever went to like involving like the alternative scene of like not a bunch of old people playing obscure music was um, a good friend of mine, Mike Klinsky, invited me via MySpace to 100th at uh, a place called The Hazmat, which was basically just a giant warehouse. And it was two different hazmats. I've heard of that. Um, it was 100th hey dude a band on the flyer I'll send you guys the flyer later Donovan's band Donovan's oh that's awesome band. <laughs> Donovan's band that's a great band and then band. Uh, dude, a band it's, that whose band was that Donovan's band oh, shit. <laughs> shout out to Donovan and his band I don't remember their set or anything yeah. I just remember Donovan's band on the flyer like a I weird it. like bubbly font and then another band called Embrace the Branches from, like, somewhere like the border of North Carolina, Virginia. They were, mm-hmm. like, a Christian death metal band. Hell yes, this. Rais- crazy. Um, that Sorry, show, raise hell. that show was, Jesus. like, amen, dude. That show was packed, like, inside mm-hmm. of this building. Um, and I wish I could, like, show you guys. Like, they rebar the and
3: all this shit out
2: there. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was crazy. There, like, a crazy. dude. I remember seeing a dude at the top of this building. It was, like, a two-story building. Yeah. Jumped off some raft. What the fuck? What? <laughs> crazy um my, like we to get to the spot like it wasn't like at a bar or like house of blues or anything mm. like that or even like a venue it, i'm telling you it's a storage warehouse mm. that somebody rented from somebody's dad or something uh, my mom and my stepdad drove me down this dirt road with my friend andy we met up with my friend kevin and we we're like standing outside like who are all these people you know mm. this is crazy and uh i was just, like kind of roughhousing with my friend andy and he said something that it didn't, like, piss me off, but I was just messing with him, you know. Hmm. I said, uh, you know, don't talk shit, Andy. And I kind of gave him, like, a light tap. And I didn't know there was a manhole behind him. <laughs> and I didn't know that the cover was not there, dude. So, like, <laughs> half of that half of <laughs> fell in. And if you guys could could have seen his face, man. That's Rip Andy. just shame yeah. he died that day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so He's still little... out there. <laughs> oh in our like hearts and like minds. Andy's hole. Was, Andy <laughs> <Hull? laughs> yeah. Andy Andy. was it Andy hole? No, it was Manchester's was Andy An- hole. No, <laughs> Andy Conklin. Oh. Big Miami Dolphins fan. Big oh. e- big EDM guy now. Hell yeah. Wub he was a killer in the pit. <laughs> he was a killer in the mosh pit. As, as those say. But wub uh, wub. yeah, that was my, my first official show, seeing like, this is crazy, I want to do stuff, and I think that kind of like, set the motions of me wanting to book a show later on, because I started going to shows with people out of town in Charleston, like, I don't know if you guys have ever done that when you were in high school, having to tell your parents like, I want to go two hours out of town on a school night.
1: I, I uh, didn't leave my house very much my parents my mom really was when like <laughs> i went to was not on a school then. in
2: high school the beginning a couple years of high school my mom really was like I left. <laughs> on her strict phase and respectfully like, rightfully so she wanted to meet the people i was going with yeah so the people had to come to my mom's like apartment um and be like, hey, her. can
3: you come to my mom's yeah, apartment to yeah, make sure yeah. i can see y'all yeah please
2: <laughs> uh no i'd be like i had friends that were seniors in high school and no. i'm a freshman and i'm like hey like I need you to meet my mom. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, like, hey you're going to go to the show. I'm like, yeah, but I need you to meet my mom first. Mm-hmm. And like, well, so, look at this fucking kid. Yeah, look at this, this fucking He's got a mom. <laughs> <this> <laughs> His mom loves him and cares about him. What the fuck? What a loser. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, they met, they all, everybody I rode, rode with met my mom. And then she uh, kind of got tired tired of meeting people. And I just stopped <laughs> meeting people and just kept on riding with She's them, So like, man. dude, this guy's got too many fucking friends. Yeah, geez. It's like a different person every time. That's crazy. Um, it really was, but yeah, dude, I, I, that's like I met all the people from Charleston, and I used to go to shows in Wilmington all the time when I was in high school. But mm-hmm. yeah, my first show, 100th, first show I booked was a year later almost. I think it was nice. like three days off or something like that. That's awesome. Got what about you, quick. Andrew? What was your first local show? It's not
0: show? about me no, this but evening.
2: It's about the collective. You know, yeah, we you're, spent you're, the
3: last five days talking about us. That's true. We've tried to re- we've been trying to record this episode for 5 days. <laughs> it's like driving to Greenville
0: out here. Yeah, after after the first 10 minutes we actually we spliced it with another recording. <laughs> another one. Casson had to uh, restart his story over and over. I and did. It's
2: all right. It should be serious. You, you don't miss- have to tell All right. Fine. Andrew don't say Andrew's nothing. Got, you Mr. Never, Mr. Andrew, Mr. Jimmy.
3: What's the before I go in, because I do like listening to you speak. What is the first show you went to?
0: The, like local? Yeah, it
3: doesn't matter. Uh, Anything that was not like House of Blues, like big concert. Oh, yeah, like yeah, what yeah. was the first like, you know, feet on the ground, I have DIY world.
0: I have, I, have, I have a pretty bad memory, so I can't pinpoint exactly. You can describe colors. We'll get there. <laughs> it's really dark.
2: <laughs> and
3: uh, Is there rebar? <laughs> I think you no. went to this hundredth show I heard about it. There. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> was there a card or was it yellow? Yeah, was it yellow card at Brickhouse?
0: <laughs> was there violin? No, it was, <laughs> you I, play violin? God,
2: it was either... Uh, was the band name a sleeping pill? <gasps> no. it's uh, <laughs> uh, all Benadryl. It was <laughs> fucking crazy.
0: Well, it, it was either uh, Shark Legs at oh, Island man. Bar or at the restaurant. Well, I mean, the House of Blues restaurant? Yeah, I don't know if that mm-hmm. really counts. Oh, it, was, so. it was just them. It does.
1: Oh, because they played the after party of yeah. the Flogging Molly show. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um,
0: but, uh, man, it was – i remember it was, that one was Shark Legs and the Slobs. And we went to that because Ryan, Devin's uncle, was playing with Drew Jacobs. You know what? I must have went to a show before. I think I went to Woody's before this. Oh. So, and that was – I went with um, – I remember my stepdad dropped me off. And then Costin drove me back
1: to Devon's house. I remember that night because I did not go to that show for whatever reason. And,
0: um, <laughs> I remember this. And that was probably, I think that one of the first times I met you, Costin. Um, but my, our friend Justin told yeah. me, told I, was, I recently became friends with him. I don't remember who played. I, it was, uh, I think Fracture played. Mm. I got a fractured sticker that's still on my amp. And uh, I don't remember who else played.
3: Damn, damn, was just like hard that's like shit. that's a deeper dude, cut. Than American I thought. Bird,
2: might have played that, yeah, maybe, dude. That might have been a show that uh, no, yeah, Fracture did play there a few times. That's crazy. Yeah. I guess I, I keep forgetting that y'all's entry in the scene was just slightly staggered
3: from mine, but only by a few months. Like yeah, we were like, very, very close to when we all yeah, were getting it was, into it. We
1: kind of like got in in different ways because we got in really through Costin.
3: Yeah, um, and I got in through like the Cody's world. Yeah, of yeah. but it was all the same.
1: It. it was all the same shit. Yeah, it, we was, were all, all it was all it was either like Woody's or like Fat Cat or whatever was going yeah. on, and. We met you, Jimmy, in, like, ninth grade. Yeah, we met in high school. We met in I high attended
3: school. your school. I moved from Loris to Myrtle Beach uh, yeah. my eighth to ninth grade year. And you were and there,
1: and then I think you did, like, virtual or something. Yeah, like, I went virtual you were... in tenth grade. You made the right move. That can
3: go. That can pivot into my show stuff then, I guess. So yeah. the first show I ever went to was when we moved to... I moved to Loras about 30, 45 minutes from here back in 2007 from Florida. And... It was it had to have been probably two thousand nine or two thousand ten, but we went to there used to be a venue out in Loris called Mike's Place. The pizza place, right across on the Hills Meat Market. It's I think it's burned down a few times, but it's still there. It's just not a business. <laughs> yeah. Um, but my sisters brought me out just as a thing to bring your little brother to. And there in my memory, there was like a hundred people there. <laughs> and that was me probably being like five six five five like like, i don't know what i'm doing um and i saw um at last glance uh hey dude i remember seeing this band since forever and then i don't remember anything besides that but i met jake anderson and bradley and eric sessions and all this like those guys guys are still around because then like two weeks later they came to my dad's or to my house and bought a pa from my dad like Oh, wow. That was the very first anything music band, other than my parents' band, that I'd ever seen growing up. And then we moved to Myrtle Beach because uh, our house got foreclosed on. So we moved out of the house we had in Loris, rented in Myrtle Beach. In 2012, I would start freshman year at Myrtle Beach High School, which is, I only knew like two or three people. That was kind of adjacent to y'all's friend group, but um, ninth grade, I don't think I did any band stuff because I was 2012. And I was just kind of doing acoustic. Like, my grade. whole family has always played music. Yeah, whole family. But music. ninth grade was probably just me playing open mics a lot and making friends in Myrtle Beach city limits because I didn't want to go 45 minutes to Lourdes. I couldn't drive. Yeah. Um, but the end of 2013 or through that last chunk of 2013 is when I would have met Quinn and all them at Freshbrood through open mics. And I remember the day I met him because in my contact it's still the same thing that I wrote down. I didn't know his last name, so he's always been Quinn Quinn in my phone. <laughs> and to this day it's still just that. But so he mentioned he wanted to start a band with his songs. And then he introduced me to Cody the next week. And then we all started meeting up at my parents' house in December of twenty thirteen. And then played our first show, probably like the the third or the eighth or something like that of twenty fourteen. And that was my first show. I did not book that. I believe that was either booked by Quinn or Cody, but that led down a string, and I really did not book my first show until 2016, and that was out of town. Yeah, but like 90 percent of the time you were there. No. I was there, so I was like, like, after your well, first show, show. I swear I saw you all. But time. I, I never booked any show by myself until I was starting to book tours for Turner Forte. Like I legit, my first show I ever booked would have been like something either in like New York or Philly because we had a friend that booked the other bands I had been in up until that point in yeah. those areas so and in myrtle beach it was either dealing with the beat farm yourself i don't even know if you'd ever booked us or like uh-huh. rick so like i didn't book a show under my name in myrtle beach maybe the first full band show we did i don't know i don't even think i wow, illustrated that but it would have been i think i like to think the first show i ever booked was our record release show in 2021 so- <laughs> i really think that's true
2: so, we, so both of our first shows had had hey dude
3: Yeah, it was the first fan I ever saw. Wow, that's awesome. I remember walking outside with my little solo cup of uh, Coca-Cola from the pizza shop inside, and someone's hacky sack just, like, landed (laughs) in it. And I was just like, I don't know how to handle this situation. Dude, oh, But, yeah, so I guess my entry, you know, where we connect, would have been freshman, sophomore year because, you know, I was friends with, like, I don't know, maybe half of the same people y'all knew but since i didn't grow up in myrtle beach and i didn't know the school system or people i just kind of just floated through friends like i don't know so who, who's i was like who's, who's, who's this me. guy i, was like, <laughs> this I don't guy? know who i am and Probably. i also don't know these people so i don't know who clicks with what and so i never like placed which was nice <laughs> because even to this day like i'm still very good friends with a lot of people across the board that i went to well i only went two years to myrtle beach high school mm. um The reason I went virtual in 11th, 12th grade is because we started traveling too much with Pompo. Like I legitimately was missing three or four weekends a month because we were out of town and I was making up Saturday school stuff, but I was just presented the option like, hey, you can keep doing Saturday school, which is ruining your weekends. Or here's an option through Provost Academy that is virtual that you can just do there. And I was like, well, that sounds great. And then me and Quinn, the summer before I started that, went on a month long thing. And then um, after that, just stayed pretty consistent, just traveling as much as we could. There's a stretch where we did like probably 45 shows across three months. Jesus Christ. And it was just like, I couldn't do that if I were in school. Right.
2: You know, I would yeah. have been
3: a sophomore or a junior or a senior, but like that was an opportunity to do it. So I did it, but I didn't Damn. put those shows, you know?
2: Dude, I, I know you guys were young when I met you. All well, of my birthdays, Hearing that makes you feel really old for I was, some reason. Dude, I, I
1: was in like 10th grade when we met at Costa. But I'm only like yeah. a couple
2: years older than you, right? I know.
1: It's just you, like that you weird... You would like just
3: graduate high school. Turn desert. of the 2010s is such that... It's, it's such a weird bl- thing because we're all here. Yeah, We're all mentally all here, but there is that just slight distinction. Um, But I did like my 18th birthday. I turned 18 in Greensboro, North Carolina. I turned 21 in Lake Tahoe. Like all these staple things. I was just traveling like no, i, mean, I, I remember, wasn't home for six like, years of my birthday yeah, <laughs> it was I crazy remember the,
2: um after i first met you at fresh Brew, like for a while i saw you like every weekend it felt yeah like not at shows like doing we'd be like doing random stuff like we had like a squad of people hanging out for yeah. a while there we rolled deep for a few 2014
3: 2015 was yeah. a very big like everybody's friends with, there was there was no like it was all super inclusive for yeah. no
2: reason other than we were all kind of the same age. Dude, Do you remember? I don't want to. I, I don't. I want no to doxing. tell story. No, I'm not going to dox or any, anybody. Do you remember waking up that one? Like waking up that one day and you made me breakfast. Yeah, dude. I made a lot of people breakfast. Like I felt like it was like the. Whole I made week. probably upwards of like eight or nine people. Yeah, it was like the whole week and you like made breakfast every day. I was like, this is crazy. Like I just <laughs> met this dude a few months ago and he's making breakfast. Yeah, wow. it was that. That was a really like bizarre
3: time to look back on, but. It like like I said, it was super inclusive. Like everyone in the scene at that time felt like we were all kind of the same age. Oh yeah, and yeah. so that motivated the band I was in to keep doing stuff because it's like it wasn't people going to shows; it was just friends hanging out. It literally an excuse to say, "Oh, it's Wednesday. Well, I get off at eight. I'll be at the show. What time does it start? Eight. All right. Well, fucking whatever. We'll hang out afterwards at so and so's place." Yeah. So, and it wasn't anything like we weren't doing crazy stuff. No. We weren't like partying like crazy. It was literally just people hanging out with
2: like seltzers probably. Basically. I remember <laughs> like, just like watching so many melatonin practices at your house. Yeah.
3: And that was the thing too is it was all of, all of that. My mom's house was like kind of this community yeah. central spot I for a I played a, a show minute. at your house. Yeah. We played shows at my house. Like everybody knew where I lived. Yeah. Either it, between oh. me or my brother or my parents. Such a solid era. And that was this weird spot where like bands needed to practice they just play at my mom's house (laughs) like yeah that's that that's that era in my head that's why you know i say and i agree with andrew where it says it comes in waves like that was my entry was this like high point of what we'd say is a wave for me yeah but like i know for you you'd already been two years deep you know you've already been on either side if that was up or down or whatever you've seen stuff before when i jumped in yeah and then it still rode up for a little bit like that was a blast I don't want to harp on that for too long, <laughs> but like at, for entry points, you know, we both come in pretty solid. Oh, yeah. And then there's Devin. There's me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, down the road from you at Highway my 15, pants, we pants. had we had our shit going on on 9th Avenue right on Highway 15. Hell, yeah. And Koston probably did a twofer going to your yeah, house and coming to my house. I definitely did before. Um I forgot it's weird that that didn't really that we didn't really we didn't coagulate well that's
3: like we weren't all like I was not very much friends in y'all's friend group but we were all you had your own thing I was like yeah that's
1: Jimmy's doing his own thing whatever the fuck he's (laughs) doing
3: they're like he just doesn't show up to school as fucking loser.
1: (laughs) well yeah (laughs) you're right (laughs) Andrew knows my story because he's been there since we were in fourth grade (laughs)
3: <laughs>
1: Isn't that precious?
3: Aww. Was that show just show and tell? <laughs> yeah, he, sh- he showed me. He
1: showed me his privates, and I told him to put them away.
3: And I said, "That's, but, that's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I like those, Andrew. We should be friends for a while. Hey,
1: nice privates. <laughs> I nice, get, nice cock. I get that a lot. But um, I guess my first show would have probably been one of my uncle's bands shows when I was like. Eight. but like a first show show that we're talking about would have been one Coston booked at Woody's oh, and shit. I had mentioned this during the last talk um that is gone but it was a melatonin's I remember mm. melatonin's and I remember a ska band called kill Lincoln and yes, pompo, I do I think pompo played too. yes Part. I know exactly the yeah. show, exactly And it there was, a, there was like about. a hardcore band or something, or two hardcore bands, or seven hardcore bands. They were, they bands. were the I reason I think
3: we did our first Weekender as Pompo, that yeah. Scott
2: band. Really? That, that was not my show, I will say. I was that, there. That, that, would oh, have that been must have been a Pompo associate show. Yeah. Okay. yeah.
1: But you were there though, and that's yes. where I met you, Costin. Yes, um, you were in your you were in your truck, and you said, "Yeah, you do look like your dad." <laughs> <laughs> and you, you worked for my dad at the time. Yeah.
2: your dad was like, "I'd like, leave work and see you." Like, damn, I can't so, get over this.
1: <laughs> but like, that was my first like local show where I was like, yeah. "Holy shit!" There's actually people here that like this. And mm. I remember at this point, I saw like one of our teachers at Myrtle Beach High School was at that show. Mm and a bunch of, like, Dunes Club kids with pompo shirts. I was like, Jimmy's doing something here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he's got these, like, preppy preppy girls wearing his shirts. I told you, I wasn't shirts. friends with anyone, so I could yeah. be friends with everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then me and Andrew and Justin... Little Justin, did they know, they
3: were watching a dude sight his, light his dick on fire. <laughs> they yeah, didn't exactly. know anything about it.
1: <laughs> but... Uh, it was me, Andrew and Justin this is how we met Costin and then our like, cr- you know, friends at Myrtle Beach High School. We were like, what the fuck are these Dunes Club kids doing here? This is supposed to be like our safe spot. Fucking kill <laughs> <you>. <laughs> like, they're not supposed to be at these punk shows like this is where we can be stupid. This is where we can be ourselves. They're not supposed to be here. We're going to get made fun of more. But that was where I met Costin. And that's where I realized, hey, this is a thing that happens. And mm. me and Andrew and justin were like trying to start a band at that time and you were in you were part of that briefly and i don't know what happened there fizzled out but our first show was at rockin hard the old rockin hard with this punk band from new york and uh one of the ed tanner bands Mm -hmm. sons of adam and that's where that's where i entered the entered the fight i guess
3: (laughs) so what was the first show you booked the first show I Since booked from then.
1: Okay, the first show I booked would have had to be a Fat Cat, mm-hmm. or not. Really? Sorry, not Good Day. Oh. I did that twice. No, no, that's okay. I did that on both conversations. That was a
3: weird like that. That Fat Cat era was so short. It's, yeah, it really it's, was. I don't know. You're we did a lazy, lot. Right? It was just very dense. Yeah, but yeah,
1: the first show I had to book would have been a Good Day. I can't pinpoint which one that might have been mm-hmm. because there was like quite a bit at that time.
3: Yeah, you pretty much ran Good Day. Like for most yeah, of those yeah, shows that I ever thought about, you I was good the guy.
1: Though. I was the guy for looks. Quinn was doing them for a little bit. Yeah. And then there was someone else doing some there. The first show we did, I did not book, but mm-hmm. I think Quinn had us play, but I think it just kind of happened. like, I think another band had asked us to like help them set up a show. And I was mm-hmm. like, I might be able to get us in this one place. Cause Kevin at good day already mm-hmm. liked us. And I was like, okay. And he had like told us like come back whenever you want, um, so I like went up there and got lunch one day, and I just talked to him like like would you just let me like book a show here or how I don't know how I worded it, and. He was like, yeah, just let me know like wh- what date you need and who's playing, and we'll take care of like you know everything really. And I think I made all those shows free. Yeah, I made all those shows free to try to get people to come out, and it worked sometimes. There was like one or two that it was yeah, because they were empty. in a
3: spot where they were willing to pay a little bit to have. Yeah.
1: yeah, They like they would feed the bands too. It was awesome. Yeah. They were the coolest people. Um, they still are the coolest people. They don't do the <laughs> restaurant anymore. Yeah, but <laughs> that, that's your, a, your
0: past tense was like, yeah, yeah. Then, they were, then yeah, the they uh, were really cool until the
1: until, uh, until they closed. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, they're they're, they're still they're still doing. Their what I wanted to thing.
3: ask, coming off of what you said, and including what you said, and ignoring what you said. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's but fun. so take that. What the first show that you went to. How'd you hear about it?
1: I heard about. I know it. you
3: mentioned how you heard about yours, but I. Didn't.
1: I heard about the one that I went to at Woody's. I heard that from Justin. Justin invited me and Andrew, and I guess other people. And word of mouth. Then we were there. Yeah,
3: word of mouth. Very nice. I my I was dragged along to a Hey do show in Loris because it was Loris, and if y'all are familiar with a the boondocks of nothing out <laughs> there. Nothing. It's something to do. On a Hearing lunch. there's a
2: show out there, it's kind of crazy to me. It was yeah, a. While, really? It was
3: and it was active because it was near things. You know that was their downtown area, and I was dragged along by my sister to a five dollar show or a three dollar show, whatever it would have been. Like it was, it was dirt cheap because I was able to go.
2: <laughs> you know, with inflation, man. Thanks. That's a lot. like <laughs> a million dollars. Uh, the first show I ever went to. I said it earlier. It was the hundredth and uh, mm-hmm. and whatnot. Mike Klinsky invited me because he saw me posting. I think I might have been like a dumb fourteen year old kid talking shit to people online. Hell Actually, yeah. I was a dumb fourteen year old kid. Has people have some issues? Uh, you know, it happens. Mike's like, hey man, you should come to this show, mm. and I went. <laughs> hey man, your your attitude on the internet is very aggressive. Yeah, come, come out to the show. This yeah. <laughs> <then> it wasn't <laughs> even
0: like that. Get it out of your system. It
3: was like, here's <laughs> I'm gonna bring the angry dog. By the way, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> but uh, no, I went and I never stopped. Uh, never stopped. Yeah, so, yeah so word, word of mouth.
3: what we've all agreed on is word of mouth. Word of mouth. Then that was what worked then yep you know. fast forward 10 fast forward years, to 10, 12 well fast years? forward to when you're booking shows oh, fast book- forward to what we'll call the beat farm era yep is because I think that was a prime long-standing option for bands it was like how did we get people to shows there because there were highs and there were a lot of lows at beat farm and there was a lot of lows at beat farm for everybody who booked there yeah it was not a singular booking party that ever experienced that low we all had some stinkers
1: that was when i wasn't i, I did like two that shows was in there. between kappa i think that was like i yeah. just yeah. quit hallway girl and then i wasn't doing shit i don't yeah. even think i was going to shows for a little bit because
3: i think the only way i remember because i was a part of canopy hands um quinn's band turn Fort full band a punk band with cody and get um, serious, yeah, oh, get serious. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. and I was also <laughs> part of uh, Tommy Waterfall all at one point oh yeah dude.
1: So, Tommy, Tommy Waterfall, Waterfall you were in seven you were I of still dance. think
3: the Tommy Waterfall recordings are some of the best music to ever come that, to dude, that, that, that shit was good and underrated for going sure. going in uh, this is a slight tangent sidebar but we recorded it all at the beat farm and each song we all just drank another beer before we started recording the next song <laughs> oh, did yeah. all in one shot so like the, as you listen through it it's just a little bit drunker but um you know, we through the Beat Farm area. The only way that we promoted across all five of those bands was just either the Myrtle Beach shows page, our slight little voice in the defend pop punk group on Facebook, yeah. um, Facebook in general, and uh, maybe like Snapchat. Like there was not any anything other than a digital footprint to back up what these shows were going to be. And like I said, we experienced a lot of flops for shows that should have done well and also shows that probably deserve to be flops like yeah. in terms of the way it was approached the way it was promoted and the way it actually worked out like we were doing a lot so your density is too much
2: yeah my, but you so know for we me, only did digital like, whenever i uh whenever i would see a show like i thought about it like this like whenever i'd see a show or find out about a show it was a flyer online mm-hmm. so that's all i thought you needed to do yeah really well, because it worked for you, it worked for me. It worked for you as yeah. a consumer to Most want to go fly see it. online, do the social media things, send out invites on Facebook, and then like after that, that did work several mm-hmm. times. Not all the time, not consistently, no. but it did work. And then like Facebook just like dropped off with reach. Yeah, and I, uh, I didn't adapt.
3: Yeah,
1: which is fair
2: because I mean that we it, thought
1: that was the new thing. Yeah, yeah. that was the
3: thing to do, yeah. and I think maybe, you know, our our dip in the scene is kind of playing a part with moving with technology at the time like not to blame our downfalls on something else other than us but like i think it played a part in us not adapting like you say like i agree with that that sucks and it's probably true but like i said like the only shows we ever did was through facebook Mm -hmm. we didn't do paid advertising we couldn't afford
2: it i've still never seen a flyer in person for a show that wasn't mine yeah same i mean aside from (laughs) uh Aside from the cover gig world, like I don't, I don't see yeah. flyers. Yeah, you
1: don't really see them.
3: I see flyers from the boys, <laughs> like various things I'm associated with, but not directly. Like right. I see those.
1: I mean, I think like I've been in like other towns at record stores and shit like that and I've seen like flyers for like something happen. Yeah. So I've always known it's like oh, okay, it's still like an option. But and I, I didn't you. really I never really thought of like Myrtle Beach as like a good place to do it for whatever reason. Yeah. I was like oh well, we you don't just really, don't think you know yeah, you
3: see a hundred million beach stores you're yeah, like where's you your where's you your think, like, audience we just who think, is your audience.
1: We think oh it's all tourists. We forget that there's locals here too.
3: And <laughs> we forget that people are willing to, drive, willing to drive if drive you're if fucking annoying enough. Yeah. Because we know Myrtle
1: It'll be just kind of boring, too. Don't yeah. we want something to do?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so what did you guys see in the scene that made you guys say, hey, let's get organized, let's three of us get together, and let's capitalize on what's going on and do more with this? Sure.
1: I think it was just seeing, like... Well, it was the Brick House show, and then it was the Fresh Brood show. That was when we were like, okay. It was just like a double happening. whammy of like yeah. two
3: really good, kind of new things. We thought yeah. we
1: lucked out at Brick House, and then it happened again with a new band. Yeah. And so we're like, okay, there's people here. There's people here that are about this.
3: Yeah. So tying it to just like my growth with it there is like, I was only doing Fresh Brood. I like, I was not doing any other shows elsewhere because that was the one I knew my in i knew my place i had a calendar on my phone for all their events like i knew what was happening there and i also was kind of just trying to help my friends when in bands that i owe just over years and years of playing with people like you kind of know what you have to like oh yeah it's about time i book you here stuff like that like once i started stop or started not just booking my band and i had that one in january booked it's just like, we'll promote it like normal, go to Devons and promote it like normal. Something clicked where people were just like, well, there's other shit happening, too. I, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I can't I pin really it to why it's moving. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I guess it was just like, I, I again, I just thought we lucked out with Brickhouse. Yeah. It felt like a luck out, but... And then a new band showing up, bringing that many I, people.
3: I really want to pin it to that. Is like that show in January got me excited to say like, holy shit, kids are back. The Freshman Show, yeah, yeah. And that the one where we kind of all were just like, we should, we should, you know, his show was already booked and announced. Costin's show was already booked and announced, and we knew, well, okay, if Devin's show that he booked alone in its new venue did really well, and his promotion was the way it was, and whether that was digital flyer, radio advertisement, like these new avenues. My show was branding it super hard as one thing despite it being it or not and having kids involved and like the younger crowd were are like well costin it's your turn like <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're yeah. like well this is what we did i guess so um,
2: so for me like the shows that i went to last year were the turn shows at Freshbird and the windley shows yeah um and then we i kind of uh asked people if they wanted to like i would say I don't know. Bring new life into a band that was kind of that never technically broke up, but wasn't really an active band anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'd asked Devin and Connor about uh, doing something with Hymns of Blasphemy with me and Chad. Yeah. Without me even really asking Chad first, because I knew <laughs> Chad because I knew Chad would be down. Yeah. And I had messages. Connor said last year he's like, "Yeah, ask me after this day," and I forgot to ask him. And I was like, "Oh, here's my here's my time." So I talked to Devin, and he's like, "I'm down." And I talked to Connor, and he's like, "Yeah, let's do it." Mm-hmm. and i uh, figured okay i need to start getting more involved because i hate i
3: it's weird I, just I, being a show
2: goer here yes i absolutely despise that yeah um well I, I hate bands only playing or only attending the shows they play yeah i don't like that i was like okay i'm the only one in my band that does not have a side project i have to get involved and, and that's just what i think as a friend of a musician and as a show attendee should be doing bare minimum mm. um I see people in other other towns, other markets, not just in South Carolina, other states do this. So I'm like, why the hell is anybody here doing it? I so, know. so all I did was just share f- the flyers on my Instagram story. Yeah, post about it a couple of times, and um, I'm not taking like, it's not me. I'm just doing yeah. what I think is the bare minimum for a friend to do, which is yeah. share a flyer, you know, online. I didn't print anything yet, but I um I wanted to book a show. Uh, there was a tour that just happened. It would have it would have happened on saturday uh mm-hmm. that i wanted to book in myrtle beach because like these bands are hard i was like i want to see my band play with these bands because i think it could work and two of the touring man, or well, one of the touring bands was like yes another band was like no never mind like, all right cool i already got the venue booked yeah we're doing something something is happening and i think i would either <laughs> asked you jimmy or I asked devin about this circuit band because mm-hmm. it said the flyer said like I think it says like Charlotte slash Myrtle yep, or something. Charlotte Myrtle. I was like, who hardcore is Hardcore punk. Yeah, you know? yeah. Who who is this? And uh, when you all told me what the deal was, and I was like, all right, cool. And I and I listened to the whole demo. It's a six minute long demo. Yep. I was like, this is like sick. Yeah. I mess with this fucking like a, unreal. I uh, yeah, I'm obsessed with this shit. And uh, I messaged them uh, like, and they don't fucking know me. They're like yeah. kids, you know. Um, and they're like, yeah, we'll play. And I was like, all right, cool. So I. Got flyers. I knew Devin was going to have his show. I literally did like a strongman competition in North Carolina in uh, Jacksonville. Competed, uh, drove down here, dropped Sydney off my wife, and then changed my and, dro- and drove my to wife. the sh- drove to the show. I had flyers printed already, hmm. and this is not like a knock at Devin. I did not have a, a lot of flyers printed because yeah. I'm like Myrtle Beach, forty people, 40 yeah. fifty people, maybe. Yeah, um, like watching the band uh, Clean Sweep open that yes. one, right? yeah. I was like,
3: all right, like this is cool. Yeah, that was the night I showed up literally because I was like, I gotta go see Winley. Yeah. But I'm really like my real motive that night was like, What is this venue about? Yeah. Yes. And I got yes. Jose there for the same reason to shoot a little bit of like he I don't think was hired for anyone that night, but he's like, I'm gonna go shoot the show at Brick because right. it looks he, legit. Messaged,
1: he messaged me, he was like, Can I film your bands? I said, Absolutely.
3: So I was going for the motive of like, what can Turnfort like get our yes. feet wet with? I feel and you. I was there. like, Is this a venue? I thing? was uh, Devin's testing out, I've kind of communicated that like let me know how this is. Let me know how it's going, how the right. process is. I can't believe you got baby Yaga and they didn't hit me up. Like <laughs> I was like, I wanna see this thing. Like yeah. this is fucking sick. They yeah. hit
1: us up asking for that exact date. That's and so I was sick. like, we've already got it. Y'all can yeah, hop on I, go. Go. I was gonna get a Charleston band anyway. Yeah. So it just so worked dope.
2: out. But I remember like I was get, I was after lifting weights and shit all day, I was like tired, but I was like, I Devin's in my band. Yeah. I'm gonna be a fucking asshole. If, well, Devin and Connor are in my band. I'm going to yeah. be a fucking asshole if I don't go to the fucking band, the show that yeah. my friends, my band members are playing in. Yeah, What? I can't ask you guys to be in my band and I not go to your <laughs> fucking band. What kind of a dickhead am I, yeah, you know? Yeah, fuck, man.
0: Well, let me ask you, that.
2: well, two-part question,
0: really. Like, one, how would you convince other people in bands to get more involved? In helping out and stuff. All right.
2: Oh yeah. Um, I won't answer directly, but I will get there. Is that okay? What, you, see, you, you see, you have a two-parter. Yeah. What's the second part? Well,
0: what I was, was going to say answers first. say it, it's going it's, it's, <laughs> to the first part is its own thing, and the second part is pretty much like more back into promoting. But okay. like how, the so far, uh, uh, like the plan to get the people. All right. Just uh, okay. the attendees. Okay. Consistent it. with it.
2: So, Devin, Devin's having a show January. January. I'm like, Devin's in my band. Connor's in my band. I want to promote my show. What's an easy way for me to promote my show that's not solely based on social media? I'm going to print flyers. People are going to be there. I'm going to, to hand them something. to them. Yeah. So, I did that. Not just because I booked the show, but because my band is on the show. How many times have you three played a show and it fucking sucked? Yeah. Nobody's there. Kind Nobody's of, there. Kind the local times. band does not promote shit. Yeah. you show up, you're like, you're playing to their parents. It's happened yeah. before. The band members are outside. What the fuck? That fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. So it's a hundred percent that me doing that was like selfish. Yeah. It was me being selfish. I do not want to play a lame ass fucking show. Yeah, the last show I played lame as fuck. You feel like I they had just people like hyping me up too saying, old yeah. be doing this." That's I had, how
1: I feel yeah. now. I'm just like, I don't. I mean, I it's had, gonna happen, but I don't want it to happen. Exactly, yeah. I, I had people hyping to me up for a,
2: a show that I played in Florence, and a friend that was the promoter in Florence didn't. I, that the my friend who was a promoter in Florence, he did not book the show. We mm. went. I don't even say the promoter's name because I don't give a. Fu- I'm not gonna say his name. Uh, went out there, show sucked ass, dude. Mm-hmm. Fucking terrible. And that shit pissed me off. I was like, oh, I was never gonna play a dog shit show yeah. again. Exactly. So I'm like, I gotta put flyers in hands. You're not only are you, I think local bands regardless should be promoting the shows they play, Mm. but you're promoting yourself as a band.
1: Like, why would you not want to?
2: And then when I heard circuit, I was like, okay i could i would definitely want to play a show with them and they were a band who printed their own flyers and distributed their own without
0: asking without even without without even even, suggesting that you know i I didn't know
3: that was a thing until they were like hey we're dropping off flyers and that was what i used so
2: at Devin's show uh i only had four the promoter i only had 40 flyers on me Mm -hmm. the next show i brought more yeah yeah and dude there was a hundred so Devin show had 90 people. Mm-hmm. I was like looking at Devin, I was like, dude, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. 90 people, you know, at a new venue. I expected
1: uh, 10. Yeah, a respectively
2: new. Yeah. yeah, you know, respectively It was a venue we've never done anything with yeah. before. People from our era haven't done anything with. Yeah. I was like, this is cool. The
1: mm-hmm. promoters loved it. The bar people loved it. They want to do more. We're doing more.
2: Yeah, we passed out. I passed all the flyers I had. I was like, damn, I gotta print more. Went to the next show and I was like, this is crazy. Like there's like 150 people, and I wanna say. Probably 90% of them I've never seen before. Yeah, Children. Same.
3: I met yeah. people who I've only heard of that yeah. night
2: because they're old heads who were just like, yeah, just all punk show. And I yeah. was like, yeah, I'm going to be there. Super dope. And those people from that show came to, mar- came to yeah, our show exactly. the other day. Um, But I was like, this band is crazy. I got caught up in the moment. I freaking mosh i feel like an old bastard with all these little children fucking throwing around <laughs> it was crazy and me Devin, and a friend jesse just like attacked people with flyers hey you guys like circuit set Circuit's playing circuit's next, playing again circuit's playing again with these bands at a new spot come check it out and uh I passed out all those flyers and um continue on i was like okay i've passed out 190 flyers like literally 150 at one uh 40 at the other I, I can do more I can do more then
1: like you this. didn't stop
2: and I didn't I didn't <laughs> fucking stop you I was like as maybe it's just because I was a promoter and a band a member in a band playing I'm like what, what as a promoter do I expect from bands
3: yeah and then, I mean that's Right. What do you want a local band to do? Is their fucking job. What did I fucking which do? Which is get yeah. people in the place.
2: I printed off. I had a thousand fifty flyers leave my fucking hand before Saturday. Mm-hmm. That was at the. That was including the show. That was me going to places. Hey, can I leave flyers for a punk slash metal show here? No questions asked. Mm-hmm. And was it was it a punk slash metal show? Yes. Who the fuck cares? Was every band a yeah. punk or metal band? Not no. necessarily, but they fit in that wheelhouse. Yeah. So I was like looking at businesses. I'm like, okay. Where would a person that's like in our realm, let's just say alternative as an umbrella term, a motherfucker that listens to The Smiths, somebody that listened to fucking Slipknot as a kid, somebody that watches fucking anime, reads manga, has a freaking piercing. Where are these people going to go? Where have I been to business type-wise that these people have been at? Coffee shops? Vape stores? Liquor stores? Coffee? I mean... Uh, record, store, record stores, stores, collectible, collectible like stores, collectible stores. Um, yeah. you go to fucking Walmart. What is what is there? Is goddamn Nirvana records and fucking Metal, uh, Metallica records? Like, okay, I'm sticking flyers in there. Somebody's gonna see it, or somebody's gonna throw it away. It's gonna be on the floor. Somebody's gonna see this damn thing. Yeah, I went from fucking places from myrtle's Island to North Myrtle Beach, dude. And expansive like weeks. I had free time. I'm driving. I'm going to a a Books a Million. Oh, there's a bunch of records. I'm putting them in here. I go to a food Lion or a Walmart or a Target, and I see um, magazines catered to uh, musicians. I'm putting flyers in between the magazines. I told Devin like when so whenever uh, the circuit show happened, and I was already passing out flyers. Like I told, I was talking to Jimmy about it. We were talking most of the night, and we added Devin to made a group chat. Added Devin to it. And I was, like, updating them. Hey, just drop off these amount of flyers at this place. This amount of flyers at this place. And I, had I was, a, I like,
3: a, just beginning my job at, at this new place I started at. And I was just, like, I don't know what I can do <laughs> to help this. I, I was just, like, <laughs> I, I like, had the I, free time. I'm going to do so it. I feel so
2: bad. <laughs> like, um, I made a post on Facebook. And I, I asked somebody, like, well, I, I said, like, um, I think maybe have places to recommend for me to put flyers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And an old head. Um, fuck. His name is like. So-and-so. So and so, really good dude, backed hard. Much love to him. He said, "House of Blues." I was like, "How, yeah. how am I going to do that?" Which I want to
3: know, like, just what that crossover is from that that date alone. Putting out, flyers I genuinely on don't know.
2: I went to so many businesses that day, and then I was like, "All right, I'm going to House of Blues tonight." Like, mm-hmm. I went home for a couple of hours, was like, print out flyers, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I'm going. Um, and I was like, okay, do I pass these flyers out? Do I get there before doors, and pass these flyers out to people in the um in the line or do i wait till after doors and put them on their windshields yeah and i'm like well damn I'm like what if i accidentally touch a car that has a fucking car alarm yeah hell with it i went up there and i put 200 flyers on people's cars you Now it was for a, a metal core show i think like parkway drive was playing or something not my yeah. style of metal core but whatever yeah. respectable there's a crossover there yeah i was like all right i'll do this i put put 200 flyers and I, this cop could go on up and down the aisle and i was like ooh, this is kind of sketchy <laughs> I think yeah, he's like yeah. asked me like tell me to get out of here. I was like, I'm just I'm just gonna go. And I kept going back to the places that I put fires before. Hey, can I bring fires here? They're like, Yeah, you already did. Your fires are gone now. Boom, put out more fires there. I went to a couple of places that they said that, awesome. that people took the fires. Um Man. and then I would go to places like well, that was uh, like the end of the end of February, I Yeah, think. that'd have been through all of February. Um but there was like one time that I had like, no, it was it was the circuit show. I'd pass out flyers to people. I was still at Fresh Brewed, talking and BSing and I saw people's picture, like people's tweets of my flyer. Not the JPEG image, a fucking picture of my flyer in someone's hand where people said, so and so sent me this. It's like what? Like this is crazy. Like yeah. I don't know this person, but through a couple of degrees of separation. They have my flyer in my hand that I just left my hand 20 minutes ago. This is crazy. I'm like, okay, that's me as a promoter. And, uh, as a band member, as like a band playing locally, I, I got homies that I want to, I want to come to my show to have fun. Right. Why would you not want to tell your friends to come see your band play live? Yeah. You know? Um, so like I sort of filming, uh, our hymns of blasphemy practices on my phone vertically And it'd be like 15 minutes and I had a video editing app on my phone. I would upload the 15 minute long video and I would go through the whole song. I would split the video, delete the back half, save the video. Uh, and then I would go back to the project file, hit undo, delete the front half and Mm -hmm. save the video. So I was doing that to clips Instagram reels are like a minute long. I was like, okay, like I don't, I hate seeing a repetitive thumbnail. Uh What can I, what can I do? And me and Chad and Devin uh, started memes. making memes. <laughs> Kevin, I think they were. Kevin man. Hart holding his hands up, put a flyer there. Fucking uh, Dale Earnhardt Sr. Like whatever. Like, the yeah. flyer was on there some Chris sort Jerica of way. Chris Jericho with the list. Chris Jericho with the <laughs> list. Like, <laughs> like, uh, the videos are still they're still on our reels or whatever, but they're not on our profile grid anymore. But any fucking way, like every other day, I was posting something, and I was like, all right, I've got. Uh, I would take like our songs, like i be like, all right, today's intro. Mm. Today's number one, number two, number three, number four. I'm like, all right, going back. Intro is only so and so long. We're going to the second song, yep. you know? And I kept doing that with different graphics. How many fucking people brought that shit up to me ever, like on Saturday? Really? Yeah. You know, so many people you were know, talking I about was, it.
3: I was showing Kyle some video, my drummer Kyle, some video for the show. He's like, oh, I know that song from Reels. <laughs> He's
2: like, oh, That's yeah, I heard, I heard that one That's on sick. Their Instagram. Well, He's you, like, you recognize your music. Like, not, it's like, I don't want to say subconsciously, but you two are like an inspiration for that. Because Devin said that you took a couple of videos of, a, of Wendley sets at Fresh yeah. Bird Dude, I told, told him, hey, him, I said, use this for use social media. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: I was. I was using those every week. And okay. so I got the Jose videos. So I, was like, I took videos. <laughs> no offense. For, I got right. the Jose videos.
3: So we got home from our tour where w- Jose was shooting video of Clementine every night on his camera. He brought his camera on tour to shoot the other band. And they're not guys who do that. So we were getting little Samsung videos that were losing res when they were sent to us. Like, we were working with not a lot. And so my whole mindset coming home from that tour is like, we got no video content for Turn 4 coming home. Like, now my only goal is to not have a show that I go to have bands not have that. Yep. So for y'all's show, I told you explicitly, like, I'm sending you videos. Use
2: the fuck out of them. Like, I don't give a shit if you tag me. Use these videos. (laughs) Which is great. Like that worked perfect. Because it's that's what works now. Yeah. Well, Turn Forte is an active band. Windley is an active band. Hems of Blasphemy played one show, which I don't count anymore. Yeah. Yes. Saturday Excuse was our first show. Yeah. Is what I counted as. Yeah. I'll delete the, I'll ask the guy that filmed our set to delete the footage of the first one. Mm. Fuck it. Not real. I was like, okay. We're in the, the phase of learning our songs, really, writing our songs and learning them perfecting them i guess you could say mm. we're not a band that has a demo out yeah. we're not a band that has recordings out how the fuck am i gonna p- promote our band you have yeah without just uh annoying people with one certain flyer mm. i'm filming our goddamn practices yeah. and i did it a couple of times beforehand filming from different angles you know mm. back left of me and hearing <laughs> yeah. how things would sound I'm like, ah, that doesn't sound right. Dude, right it, there's the sweet spot right here behind behind Andrew. Yeah. Perfect spot to have your phone on a fucking box for symbol stands yeah. or whatever. We I've had the, it right there, you the knew over there. It we were there for maybe four or five
3: years in this plaza in storage units. We knew the sweet spot in every fucking storage unit we'd been in here because yep. we record practices. We yeah. record every new song that we do. We do it from different angles. We know whose phone is better, whose phone is worse. Whose phone works under better quality? Like we would do, a phone in a guitar case with a sound muffler panel on top of it, and yeah. put that down the hallway. Like, okay, that sounds like that. Okay, well, Jimmy's right beside the snare drum sounds fucking better, so we're just gonna use that for every practice. Yeah. So well, like,
2: I've uh I mean, I've filmed from behind Devin's bass amp, mm-hmm. and I've also uh, had Connor uh record from behind his uh, drums. Yeah, dude. I'll put a voice sounds- memo
1: on top of the the monitors there yeah too. dude sounds yeah. like dude, a
2: different band
1: and it and it's
3: worth it doesn't sound doing right. and sharing because it if is. you don't
1: have a lot also there's a
3: whole different meaning behind songs between recorded and yeah you know live performances and as Tur- turn to forte like we experience that easily because our record is a version of us then right like that is a very organic natural version of these songs but like mm-hmm. what we do live whole different world sure and is so when we document me. it and release it it's just like what the fuck like yeah. who is that band i've well, learned
1: that learned those songs no it's not that anymore we changed it yeah it's like we don't do that anymore <laughs> well, I, uh,
2: where did you learn this oh you're wrong you know i just was uploading stuff all the time i i recorded a demo a, a, a set of us one time and i just the app that i had i could separate the audio for sure and i did and i uploaded it as a demo type thing on youtube with like our lyrics or whatever yeah that's all you but mean then i had a, a friend ask me because like when I started listening to bands like this, I you know, like more got more involved in like hardcore or like metal or whatever, I was listening to bands with shitty demos, mm-hmm. loving them. Yeah. Like my, one of my favorite demos was a local band. I'm not gonna say their names, people make fun of them, I guess. But they recorded their demo on a rock band microphone in a Perfect. living room. Thank I you. loved it. Perfect. Absolutely loved it. I was like, I don't give a shit if it's fucking polished or not, you know? That's the whole thing. Uh, I was was like posting all the time and I wouldn't do it every day. But the, I, w- I found every fucking band member, yeah, and I was tagging the band members on the flyer. So yeah. like, it'd be like, <clears throat> if anybody hasn't seen them on, my, on our Instagram, uh, you watch a video, it starts off, depending on how the song is, if it's like no vocals at all, the, a flyer pops up, boom. And it's mm-hmm. like the meme flyer. Mm-hmm. And then like 10 to 15 seconds later, like, well, there's like a 10 to 15 second gap of us playing, and you'll see the back of my head, Chad or Devin or whatever. Mm. And then after that, boom, the regular flyer pops up. Yeah. And then 10 to 15 seconds later, if the song's still going, the regular flyer pops up again. The meme flyers to grab your attention, the regular flyers, what I want you to fucking see. Because yeah. the meme flyer, you might not be able to see all the specific details of the flyer itself mm. inside of the image. And, uh, I mean, I I think that I had like two different things working in my favor, yeah. and I want to say it's being the promoter that wanted to have a good show, mm-hmm. and being a band playing that show that wanted to fucking play a good show, yeah, to have absolutely. people playing out there. Um, passing out flyers helped a ton. Social media was my backup; it was not my priority like it used to be, yeah. Um, and I think which the, is
3: fucking good because
2: yeah. I, you know,
3: being in my limitations through this time period between January and now, like you know, Turnfort's got. You're doing so much stuff on the back and the side. Like my priorities right. are split now, pretty evenly across the board. Where my time is insane. Like yeah. my time spent needs to be insane. I'm and sin- like I'm- I can only do social media to a certain point, which is yeah. why with that. And I specifically will pinpoint February. Like you being on the ground, me and Devin manipulating social media to how we need between the Myrtle Beach shows accounts, the actual proper accounts, you getting banned from oh, using yeah. social media. Yeah, I got media, banned on Facebook.
2: kicking our ass to say, like, y'all get to step yeah. it up. <laughs> like, but even, even before my, I got banned, like, I'm still like, I have like oh, two weeks left or something like that you guys were sharing the flyers without me tagging you in them. Always, Oh, yeah, of course. We posted the flyers without me tagging you in them. Because and I that,
1: feel the same way you do. It's like, I'm playing a show. I want fucking people to be there. I'm not yeah. even playing it's the like, show,
2: and I
3: just want to go to a cool right. show.
1: Yeah. It's like, I want this to I want this to work. It's a new space. It's kind yeah. of unorthodox. There's always going to be... we got to make sure people are going to be here. Yeah. And I, there's I, uh, always
3: going to be this, like, you're going to need a personal motivator, no matter yeah. what. Like, every show can't be like that, obviously. Right. Everyone knows that, like... If we book a show for bands that none of us are in, the motive is going to be a little different. A little bit. And yeah. that doesn't change like the outcome of it doesn't have to be different. But like our personal motives, like obviously if turn fours on a show, like I'm going to be like, hey, this is the only thing I'm thinking about every single day. And 311 show like yeah. this is the only thing that is crossing my mind aside from waking up <laughs> my family and going back to bed like. Like, that's your motivators for it, which not that those need to be bigger or less or more important or less. It's like those are the things that are igniting something under us. I'm just hoping that translates to the fucking bands that we're trying to put on our own to be like, Like, hey, look what we did. You can do that.
1: I'm sending flyers, because Brandon Ritchie, who played with us on Saturday, he sent Costin a stack of flyers. 200 flyers. Yeah, 200 flyers is next day air, basically. So I'm sending stacks of flyers to Charleston for the shows that Winley's doing for the show I'm doing with Turn Fort
2: and Brandon Richie's band. Two people hopped um, on board. like pretty last it? minute, too. Yeah, it was like, like two over. and a half weeks, maybe yeah, three yeah.
3: weeks ago. Um, it was like it was after and we were Val- hesitant, we were just like, I don't know if should yeah. had another band. I wasn't
2: about it really. Yeah. And it was like after Valentine's Day, he hopped on and he was like, Hey, like you know, thank you so much. And I was like, Look, man, no guarantees. I don't know how this is gonna go, really. I just no don't.
3: guarantees. Y'all play first. We'll,
2: yeah, we'll it'll, figure it it'll out. It'll there. Happen. And he was like, "All right." Oh, he's like, "What's your address?" I'll send you some flyers. I was like, "Oh, okay, dude." The next, like, it was like 3 p.m. that day, and then the next day, like I went outside, it was like 11. On my front porch is a fucking box with yep. 200 flyers in it from Brandon. Yep. And I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. And he took a flyer that like I shittily made put it on the back of a put it on a postcard and i was like damn this is cool i flip it over what's on the other side a fucking flyer promoting his band yeah that's genius why are bands not wanting to do that not only does he want to promote the show he wants to promote his band yeah make make fans of his band
1: going back to like flyers and shit like we stayed we stayed at someone's house in charlotte and it was pretty much a house that was a hub for like two or three bands. Mm. And we played at Milestone and it was like, it was okay. It was cool. Played Milestone. Mm. Cool, cool spot. Wasn't like a, an incredible turnout, but it was still fun. But like we got to their house and he was like, uh, next time y'all play here, play with us because we we promote the hell out of our shows. And he yeah. told us what they did. And <laughs> the big thing he said was flyers. Yeah. And I was thinking, Flyers? I was like, okay, flyers. All right, he's saying flyers, and then I was like, okay, well now it's working. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I saw like videos of their shows, and they were fucking packed, like lines out the door, shit like that. Yeah, it's crazy. There's flyers. no excuse. Yeah. It's easy. It's I so cheap know. to get flyers made at Office Depot. Dude, I get way cheaper
3: than I remembered. Yeah, I get being in a band and that not being your priority, but like, if you're a band whose priority isn't something like that. I feel like you can't be mad when no one shows up to your shows. Like, I feel like you can't be entitled if you don't, like, it's not something that's just given to you. And, you know, we've got a few events that pass through Fresh Fruit so often that are like, they get announced two weeks before they happen. And you're just like, well, it's crazy. When it happens, you're like, well, what did you expect? Like, what'd you do for this? And they're like, well, I announced it a couple weeks ago. And I'm like, well, I can't, I can't help you with that because I need to see that. I've been this thing I'm unaffiliated with has some fucking drive behind mm-hmm.
1: it. Yeah. I, I've, I don't know if I said it to y'all, but I think I I sent it to someone else that I was mm-hmm. telling. Like, people, so many people, like, just scroll on their phones. Yeah. Like, they're not like, you can scroll past a flyer. Like, you're not going to really pay attention to what the fuck you're yeah,
3: looking at. Yeah.
2: It's not at. something you have to think about. Do I throw this yeah. away or, oh yeah. shit, this
3: is still my wallet? Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah.
2: It's oh, not wow. like, I had a friend today tell me, he said, you're in a band. Well, I'm sorry. They said, you're in a band. What? I've been sharing this shit nonstop, yeah. being an annoying fucking asshole. There's always gonna be someone. There's always who doesn't somebody, see it. and that's, that's perfect, not gonna though, see it, yeah, because
3: that's that's the market, that's your right. gap that you need to fill, and to like not just dra- drag on and on, but like we're clearly seeing shit that works. Yes, we're clearly seeing that so like things we, that we do, if we're passionate about it, can work. So like right. now we've gotten together to make that happen. Will it be repeatable? We're always going to ask that question. Me and Costin talked for like 30 minutes when he came the day of the show picking up gear for me. Like, hey, dude, I'm shooting for 40. And I was like, dude, I'm shooting for 40 for you. Like, what I expect when I get there to help with Door is like 40 people. If we can do that, we can pay bands. We had about 60 was,
1: before the show started. Yeah. Well, that was the conversation me
3: 67. and Costin were sitting in. I was, it was still just with like 40. A, yeah. We, we had we were,
2: 240. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 240 that's fucking we crazy had,
1: we had 60 like an hour before the show started yeah and like people were steadily coming in the whole fucking night yeah so and that crazy.
3: was us being like one we are going into anything we do we have to play it we have to lowball ourselves essentially like we need to not get an ego behind it because like what the fuck what's the point yeah because yeah. they can all just like stop. there's a lot of bands in this area that have popped up and kind of seen their downfall just due to egos like just because you're a band playing a show does not mean that the people who have come to your show before will be there. Yeah, and that's and you can't get into that mindset of right. like, well, people will come for us. Well, I've seen like, I guarantee where- if I announce a show for like something in July and I don't talk about it until the week before, no one's gonna fucking yeah. show up, even mm-hmm. if they like my band.
2: Well, I get a little frustrated. Like, I don't know about in y'all's realm of like. and we listen to the same music. I mean, mm-hmm. I listen to the stuff you guys are interested in and play, but I'm more like the hardcore, like metalcore side, I guess. Where I see bands pop up that all of a sudden just get like really popular. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm it's not necessarily because of how I they like sound,
3: say- that. that'd be cool.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, not it's not necessarily because of how they sound, it's because of who they're friends with. That'll be a that's... and how many friends they have that yeah. support their band. Yeah, I've dropped EPs before and two people share it. I'm like, come on, yeah. what the fuck? Well, that's... these people, it's like hundreds of retweets. All of a sudden, yeah. this band's blowing up, you know. So, that's... I'm like, I'm putting like, if I don't have, I don't have, like, I have you guys. Yeah. and the, and I have hymns of blasphemy and I like can select a few people in Myrtle Beach that I like back what I want to do and what we want to do as a collective mm-hmm. but I ain't got I don't have like a, a fucking squad behind me yeah so I'm like well, fuck I mean, you I'm putting myself out there
3: that's the kind of the curse of this area a lot of people say is just because like name bands that have popped off here okay four or five yeah. across yeah. a long time name bands that left here that popped off okay maybe four or five all right well name bands within three hours of here have popped off Okay, so like 10 or 15 or so yeah. across the years. It's like, what is it? It's like, well, they probably got people behind them. They're friends with people. There's clicks, There's always going to be that. But that doesn't rule out the five or so that we've had here mm-hmm. that yeah. have rightfully or unrightfully done that. Like, yeah. you know, I don't think... <clears throat> I don't know. I could get depressing and go into this whole yeah. mind no, we're, thing we're all, I've been thinking about recently, but Myr- Myrtle Beach—it's not impossible. Is like straight, we're
2: shirt straight positive right now. Yeah, we're on like a positive wave, and we are capitalizing on the positivity around that. And it, it's been nice because it seems super well received, yeah. and like willing we, to um, be received. Between actually, yeah, it was between the time of the—we um, were all three of us were stoked on the Brickhouse show, but between that yeah. week and uh, the circuit show, we made like a. A Google form encouraging people to start other bands and yeah. so far
1: there's at least two bands Two that bands have started, started from, it. from it two yeah. bands that we can confirm
2: two
3: bands from the spreadsheet and then like fucking two to three from just sh- Those Going past two shows. shows yeah. <laughs> like unaffiliated um, to
2: the spreadsheet, I, you know, this kid uh, I've been talking to on Instagram. He's like a 15 year old kid named Simon said he's starting a power violence band He was at the circuit show. Yeah, he followed him as a blasphemy before he even knew who I cost was not that I have any fucking thing, but it's like following, it's like following it's like Turn of Four Day, not knowing who Jimmy is. Yeah. You know, whatever. But he said he's starting a band. Yeah. That's cool as shit. I love that. Yeah. And he's not from the Google form at no. all. Yeah. Well, like I like, probably think
3: it's lame as shit that we did a Google form because yeah. we're old dudes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People all, people around here, like, or in general, want shows. You can't have more shows or more quality shows without having the bands to play yeah. the shows. And that's been... Devin a, is in four fucking that's been bands. been fucking great. Uh, Connor, our drummer, he's in fucking like three or four fucking bands. Chad's in two bands. Yeah, Golly, this, people gotta fucking work. They can't fucking take off every fucking day. I had to yeah. quit my
1: job. Yeah,
2: yeah. quit his fucking job. I we, need, we need more <laughs> bands.
3: I was at one point in five, and I just at this point, I just, I have so many hopes and things in the background that we work on with Turn that I like, I don't know i could never probably be in another band at the same point yeah I, I could, but that's where i am but my drummer is in three fucking out of town bands yep. along with cover Jesus band Christ. in town and like jose travels frequently for other bands like these dudes are doing it too in and out of our scene like so we need i've i've just like settled on my things that i'm really honing yeah. on but like all the dudes i'm surrounded by are still doing it so it's like we can't be it forever. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's on. like a select group
2: of people that are all the bands. I mean, the yeah. store are in right now, how it's many fucking bands were here there at There's one like point? three or four bands out here. I had a storage here for like four years, yeah. you know? There's always been bands here. It's always the same fucking people. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing against that, but we need new people in here. Yeah. We're getting older. Like, we there's are no getting older. There's no new bands if we're getting we older. Are, us, people we are the old, we are old heads now. Yeah. yeah. It sucks to say.
3: But you know what's nice about that, though? Is getting to move to this like, hey... We fucking know what it's been like for the past 10 years. We've seen the swells of it. Like, we're here to help your new garage band, your new grunge, whatever project you're doing. And you're young and you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Well, I'm too fucking pretentious to let a show be bad. (laughs) So I'm going to be whatever I can to tell you what you should do right and avoid the mistakes Mm -hmm. of like whatever that may be. You're going to tell them advice on like, okay, well if we're going to book you, you got a flyer. Like here's 20 you bucks. To, you yeah. go print this shit or give me my 20 bucks back. Like, or you're not on the show.
2: You know, we've like all three of us have been talking about this, um, you know, since January or whatever about changing the way we approach things. And that's like, uh, I've, I've always bitched about why the fuck our local bands not promoting themselves. Yeah.
3: Right. So I we're do. not, we're not oh allowing that God. anymore. So if
2: something you, I want to touch on, cause I haven't
3: really explored it too much with to y'all together you're good is <laughs> the fact that especially these past few days which i don't know when this comes out but if you Tomorrow, follow myrtlebee's show on instagram literally
0: going I, people who listen the day of first of all thank you but i am Me. Literally going home and editing this and uploading it so so
3: <laughs> but, but go ahead. the thing that i think fucking works and the thing that we've seen all week leading up and post this show is creating and witnessing FOMO, the fear yes. of missing out. And what I maybe maliciously love is the fact when people are pissed that they missed a show. I want people to be fucking bummed the fuck out if they yeah. missed a show. Because that means yeah. we did something right right? by creating something that they're now mad about not yeah. going to. It's like, well, that sucks you didn't go to that one. But guess what? Here's the next five we've got. Yeah. You have to be at one. If you don't want to be like bummed about this shit... Like, the fact that every day it's Monday now, so this comes out on Tuesday. Our show is Saturday. I'm still sharing stories of people posting videos of that show because they're still like, "Holy shit, this was such a good time!" Oh, yeah. I'm back to real life and this blows.
2: Like, yeah. Well, it's like it's cool seeing like people in the local community get hyped about it, but it's like really dope seeing people that I've never, like I said I, earlier, I've never seen before talking mm-hmm. about it. And then people from out of town, are like, damn, Myrtle Beach is bumping right now. Like, I see we something look, happening. We, me, Jimmy, and Devin, I know we've had like our own three like shows this year, but I, can, I already can say, fuck you guys. It's a, it's a collective already. You yeah. know, it has been since the first show we started getting hit up. The second show, people are like, holy shit. You know, there's a hundred and fifty people at Fresh Brew right now for a new band that's never played Myrtle Beach, but they're from Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Get, we're getting hit up. And then people see like this. Dude, literally. Like, the show guys. were booked. <laughs> I was outside talking to my mom, smoking a cigarette. I got three fucking firm requests because Tyler Dorman, sweetheart with a killer mustache, uh, guitar player for Your Spirit Dies, posted and said something along the lines of Greenville. Like when Greenville, South Carolina has Jose, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina has Coston. He said there's 200 people here right now at the show before the first band even started. Mm hmm. I literally, people said, "Holy shit, like, yeah, that's cool." Three firm requests for people in bands. Yeah, I know they're gonna hit me up soon. Yeah, exactly. We, yep. I've talked about this earlier this week or last when we've, week. When we've first, turned down more.
1: Yeah, when we first started that Instagram page, we were like, we we all said, "Yeah, DM us," and they people we really fucking quickly. Did.
2: Oh man, it's, yeah, we've we've turned down so many shows. Unfortunately, yeah, it sucks.
1: Like, well, do
0: you think that with all the excitement, and I'm sure. What we have, what's lined up for the rest of the summer? Do you think it it could get to a point where you could book just out of town bands? I will never
3: book just out of town bands. I don't think you can. I won't. That's like kind of a moral hill. I think you gotta. I can't do that. Decide on early because if you're not involving your local scene, you can't support your local scene. That's fair. And so I think yes, while you can maybe get a nice package from out of town they got to make room if that's, that's a buy be. on spot like well you got to have local right. support and that's from a fundamental local support not
2: just the band themselves and i think that like in our our side of the myrtle beach music scene like i don't mean like people that are like old heads at the bar like mm-hmm. people in their, like, their 50s and stuff but like with us people see these bands have good shows good crowd reactions and they're like damn i want to I want to fucking have a band. I want to figure that out. You know, like out, yeah. there'd be some, some kid that, you know, never been, never been to a show in his life or something. Comes to the Turner Forte show. and is like, yo, I like this kind of music. I want to be in a band like this. Yeah. and be Where like, I do it so I can yeah, play with you. It, please. please. Yes. <laughs> Dear God. You do it. We can have you. Oh, you're tired of mixed bills. you, have a band like You're this. You tell me we, you want an all emo band, then be an emo band. Be an emo exactly. band, yeah. Or they go to a Wendley show, they're like, "Damn, like
3: they fucking this is love fucking fast this punk, is, like fast paced <laughs> shit. This this. Is this is this. Shit. shit." I love it. I want to make dog shit. This shit makes <laughs> me
2: want to eat fucking like you know fried mozzarella sticks. Goddamn it! <laughs> or they see hymns of blasphemy, and they're like, "I want to like, just throw up." someone's ass. I want to throw up. I want to up while I'm playing in the band. I'm going to start a band like this. Like that little kid, man. I say little kid. He's 15, but like. I think of people as children, you know, but like yeah. seeing him come up to me afterwards, talking to me at, my, at the merch table mm-hmm. about him starting a band. Oh my God.
3: I just love people I was being hyped. excited about yes. Yeah. It's so selfish to say, but I love when people support what I do. Yes. <laughs> and I love when people support the idea of the shit it, in the umbrella of good. what I do. I I'm just like, it's amazing. Amazing. It feels good.
1: It's like, it's like it, it feels like. It's not
3: a selfish th- thing to say. Like no. I like to feel supported. Well, it's like, well, now all of us are supporting each other and in turn have this blanket of support we've been experiencing, which we have to remember is not there because it need it like will always be. It's there because we work for it. Right. So, like, it's only going to be there if we continue to work for it. We can't get comfortable with it. But, like, they're there if you get them. There's fish in the ocean
2: if you catch them. Yeah. Word of mouth like, tra- travels fast for us. It goes. Like, when Myrtle Beach is, people will say Myrtle Beach is bad. For, sure, for, it probably for, was. No, if no, you mean, had a bad
3: time, like, valid. Yeah, right,
2: right. Was like, oh, Myrtle Beach is bad. And you're like, you know, it's kind of weird. Like, we're in a lull right now. Yeah. Hypothetically, nobody's hitting us up. That's weird, isn't it? But then Myrtle Beach is good. And all of a sudden, holy shit, our fucking phones are going off the damn yeah. hook. Everybody wants to be here right now. Word of mouth travels fast. Yeah. yeah. Travels so fast. Like I'm telling mid show, posts are going up. Stories are going up. People are tagging bands. Yeah. Brandon and Richie said they sold them, like they almost sold out of all their merch. Yeah. And that was a band that hopped on two and a half weeks beforehand. Yeah. You know, that's crazy. Like January, we didn't know that we were going to have a uh, fucking. Shows lined up all the way through the end of June no no, with more that we haven't, haven't even announced yet. No. we didn't know that. It's just and now we got crazy rolling. shit happening. And now like.
3: we're gonna be like, so wait, when's when's our band gonna be able to play? Yeah, we're <laughs> fucked. It's crazy. Yeah.
2: Like We can do more. Yeah, like, if like, I if I don't want to play, have my band be the man. But like, it, yeah. The scene
3: will have it. Yes, and we are not the scene. We are not all not. the Myrtle Beach shows that'll exist. There, there needs to be more than us, and mm-hmm. it's not like some gatekeepy shit. Like we're just guys doing what we want to. Like we're playing and booking shows with bands we want to book and based bands we want to play with. Like just because we don't book you doesn't mean you won't get booked here. Yeah. It's just it's very easy. We're to curating be a, right now because right. we know from our past two years what is working. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, kind of
2: working with what works. I think that if like. People getting involved—it's just the bare minimum, dude. If you're in a band, you don't have to be in a band to be in the scene. No, you can start a fucking podcast. You can start a a newsletter, something.
3: I had people asking me at the like door, just like, "What can I do to help?" And I'm like, "Well, what do you mean?" They're like, "I'm like, do you like want to do photos? Like, what do you do?" They're like, "No, like, I don't do anything. Like, do y'all need help with anything? Like, running sound? I don't know how to do it, but I learn. Or do you need the lights?" And I'm like, "Well, we need a fucking street team." That's what we need. We need feet need. on the ground. Like, That's what we need. If you message me
2: tomorrow, Consider I will give this do an announcement. Yeah. Yeah, straight up. Let's do it right now. Consider it an announcement.
3: <laughs> Consider it an announcement. I will formal, speak formal over tomorrow. Mr. Jimmy right
2: now. <laughs> we need a street team. And you can message either of us and <laughs> yep. uh, as a Any group of us. Yep. or, yeah. or with in, me. individually, and we will discuss something to be worked out. But we need to have more people that are not around specifically. High school type people, people that are in colleges, people that don't even know there's a local Myrtle Beach music scene that's not at House of Blues to be involved, and that could be me giving you a bunch of flyers, you give them to your friends and their friends, etc. Or me giving you flyers and you posting them on social media consistently. We will work something out if you. I will. I'll. Are, I will pay if you were like, oh, I'm passing out flyers for this show. I'll pay for you to get into a Wendley show. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah.
3: My like, thing is like, if if there are people that want to help. You know, we're in no position to hire people to do things, but there are incentives like getting in the shows, having a good time, being a part of this. Like we're we're going to incentivize your involvement. Yeah. Whether that you know it might most likely won't be financial, but we're going to incentivize your involvement to stay in the scene and to like bring others into the scene. Like it's that first. You want to pass out flyers and you're dead broke? Call me. message me I will will buy 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 you flyers flyers. (coughs) I will
2: print them cut them and drive them to your house I've been talking to you guys about it I'm like how because from my perspective, I don't, I obviously am a grown man and yeah. I don't look like, I'm not the kind of guy. Yeah, you going to be rolling up on a 15 year old. I'm house? not going to roll up on a 15. I'm not gonna be, yeah, I'm not going to roll up hey, on a 15. here for your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to roll up to somebody and be like, hey, here's a flyer. They're gonna be like, who the fuck's this weird ass dude trying to give me a flyer or something? I do marketing. Yeah, I do mar- I do marketing for bands. Come on down to the next level gym. You know? Next level fit. We'll next iron. level, god damn it. Uh, <laughs> but I need people that can approach those people. And uh, Wednesday, on, we- on Wednesday, I was talking to my mom and one of my stepsisters, she's a junior in high school, and I was like, you know, how, how do I get people of your age to come to this show? And she's not into that kind of music at all, you know, metal music, punk music, or anything like that. I was like, how do I get people your age to go to shows? I was like, I need people in high school that will pass out flyers. And she said, I'll, I'll do it. Nice and i said for real and she's like yeah i was like you know and my mom was like you know who to give flyers to she's like yeah i know exactly the people to give flyers to i literally <laughs> printed 60 flyers right there uh, well 60 sheets of paper cut in half had 30 flyers on there gave them to her saturday a kid walks in and you know it doesn't have to be like i'm not expecting oh, 60 people are going to be there because 60 flyers are printing you know but anybody even one person's good and we got that one right we got that one and that that one cost more and i got i made more profit off that one kid coming that you know like i didn't lose money yeah, on the it was flyers like 10 cents for flyers free paper. Are cheap as <laughs> shit yeah the kid came in there and i was like you know i never seen him before i was like hey how'd you hear about this and he's like oh like my friend at school her said her brother uh, is in a band is they're playing the night and uh, she gave me a flyer the other day i gave her flyers on wednesday the show was on saturday he showed up had he said he had like something something going on he was like out of a. Uh, out of town like in like loris or somewhere and had to come to the show but he still made it to the show got the fire on either thursday or friday and showed up on saturday damn and i was like well he's like yeah you know my uh, my friend said her brother's playing and i was like oh, okay cool not even thinking i'm the fucking brother <laughs> i didn't realize i was like hey do you go to St. james he's like yeah and i was like who gave it to you he's like cheyenne i was like man it's my stepsister and she showed up in like 30 minutes, and I was like, I just met your friend, blah, blah, blah. And oh, somebody right. was acting a fool during like Brandon Ritchie or not Sarah mashing or something. Mm-hmm. He got like hit in the stomach, and he was talking about it all night. Hell yeah. I do how much of a good time he had. And that's, I gave him a flyer afterwards. That's Boom. Fucking, and so During our set, I mentioned flyers. I mentioned Myrtle Beach. Take a freaking flyer. Support Myrtle the Beach, scene. God damn it. I screamed, God damn it, Somebody damn it times. It was so funny. So as as the night was
3: ending, me and I called Devin over. I was like, join me on these flyers and you were on the outside doing the same i was like every person gets a flyer and they're like okay so i would tell like here's a flyer for the next show follow myrtle beach shows on instagram be like no i'm good and then grab devins yeah. <laughs> it was the same
2: flyer yeah. <laughs> like
3: i'm good and over the past two days we've had so many people just following and joining along on the myrtle beach shows instagram it was it's a blast instagram has gone up a little bit too it's been like i'm seeing the Real time effects of people getting a flyer and then like two or three days later looking at it, being like, "Oh yeah, what is even on this piece of paper I got?"
1: We had several people. uh, I had several people tell me like, "Yeah, this is how I heard about this show." Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, I was asking a few. Uh, One person's like, "Oh, I was at this skate shop saw a flyer." One person's like, "Oh, I saw this at this coffee place saw a flyer." One person's like, "Oh, somebody else gave me a sent me a flyer through text." Mm -hmm. I was like, "I didn't know who that person was." The person that sent them the flyer didn't go to the show. Hell yeah, (laughs) you know, it's like. All you have to do is just be active. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be in a band to be involved. Tell of homie, pass out a flyer. Like, you you have a, a four-seater car, bring three friends. Pack it up. Yeah. Like I used to have friends call me when I went to shows in Charleston. And uh, they'd be like, hey, like, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, nothing? Like, you're going to go to a show? Like, where? Charleston. Who's playing? Don't worry about it. Get, you know, get money for the tickets, 10 bucks. Okay. Pick it up in yep. t- five minutes. What the fuck? <laughs> You're already there. I'm in the car on the way. Let's go to Chick-fil-A. We're going to the fucking we're going yeah. to the show in Charleston. That's sick. Crazy stuff, yeah. you know? Getting involved with it. And like, um, not just sharing flyers, but sharing and talking about your experience with like Jim with like what Jimmy said earlier with the FOMO, the fear of missing out. People were gonna be like, damn, that was like a damn like a crazy time. Yeah. I wish I was there. Exactly. I like I posted um I had somebody filming our set on a GoPro. I posted a 30 second clip, dude. I posted it in like the hardcore subreddit. Holy shit. It's got like over 9,000 views right now. And yeah. I mean, that doesn't mean nine thousand. That's insane. That doesn't mean nine. Doesn't we have mean, nine thousand fans. What that does
3: is tell people, hey, Myrtle Beach is what the fuck's happening there.
2: Yeah. Dude, somebody said, they the literally said like lead the, the fight lyrics. Yeah. And I was like, are right, you must be a local or something. They're like, yeah. no. Nah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, I used to go to shows on like Myrtle Beach and stuff. I was like, they like said like literally like Lead the Fight as a part was like they hit like the China's like ting. And he says bounce. Myrtle Beach hardcore. And like, they typed it out. I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is weird. Like, this is like a deep cut. I haven't heard of anybody that wasn't a local talk That's about. Funny. Yeah. And, um, we have, like I said earlier, we have a bunch of shows lined up. And mm-hmm. one of the shows in June, um, is, uh, my children, my bride, the vocalist, Matthew or man, Matt, I don't know which one he goes by. I don't know the guy saw the video on Reddit and commented on it. Can't wait to play Myrtle Beach. Right. And I was like, Who's this? And I click this profile. I was like, holy fucking shit. We just announced this show last week. He's seeing how hype it is. He's going to be stoked about this fucking show. You know? And that's that's
3: going to get validation across that that big of a band in that scene. That like, hey, that opens the door. That creates a dialogue for bands who are like, hey, Columbia's booked. Greenville's booked. I can't get a show in the Carolinas. Like, what do I do? Oh, well, I saw something. I don't know who it was, but I saw some Carolinas. Little bit of digging, and suddenly Myrtle Beach shows yeah. pops up, and like, oh, so sick! I I and, love that. And what I hope for, and because you know, historically Myrtle Beach being a hard course, thing, and I'll be quick, <laughs> is um, I hope that that door is open to the emo world because I do have my bias. I do have my you know my personal goals with booking. Like, I want to get these like emo indie emo bands so into down. the town. And Let's do it. You know, they're easier to book than a lot of other bands, mm-hmm. and it's a lot easier than you think it is. You just need to be able to prove it, yeah. and so much of what we have planned over the next few months is kind of hoping that we can prove it so that I can hit up my friends who work for bigger, you know, yeah. artist management companies to be like, hey, consider us, like, <laughs> we I know New works. Brooklyn's fucked, and they're always packed, and they're always sold out, but guess what? Those kids will drive. Yeah. It's not the it's not the town in the Carolinas that the band's playing. It's the band at a certain point. Mm-hmm. So if you get us them, we can guarantee
2: it. Right. I think that's something that's really cool. Like, well, the show that the two shows I have in January, we j- I just passed out flyers for March eleventh. Yeah. The March eleventh show, we passed out flyers, double sided, one promoting the next show we have, April first. Buy tickets. Uh, buy tickets <laughs> on uh, Eventbrite. Bright. You can look it up. Turn Forte. QR code everywhere. Um, all of us. All of us are playing. Uh, well, except for Andrew, I, Andrew, Andrew, he'll join a band, um, he'll, he'll do, uh, uh on stage, co- um, commentary, ASL. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be dope. So we, uh, one of the sheets is, uh, the flyer for April 1st and on the back side of that sheet, it's every show we have lined up through June 8th that we've announced that we've announced. I would have had something on there for June, uh, later on in June, mm. but I forgot and it wasn't flyers. properly it was pinned. A hundred percent, but it's a hundred percent now. Yeah, I could say it later on. Any, any but, flyer you get now will have. Yeah, I think those.
1: Yeah. I think I was printing those flyers when that when show we announced it. <laughs> it yeah, <happened. laughs> yeah, that's, exactly yeah. What, that's
2: exactly how it went. Yeah. But there will be a little bit of crossover between uh, the show of, like we had on Saturday versus like a straight turn four. Let's say the show on May twelfth mm-hmm. instance. there will be a little bit of a crossover. But if we keep the 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 methods up. Yeah. I think we there's will a have. lot
3: of momentum there that yeah. I think is maybe people going to a show to hope it was like the last, which is the goal because if you get enough people who think, but it's also gonna be still like getting, the last, getting, getting new people
2: too. Yeah,
3: because you like, got to think how many people go. Well, who? How many people drove out to that show alone? And then now next time we're gonna be like, dude, you have to come with me. Yep. So that's the fucking point. Any but, show we
2: have in the future, we have to continue unless something changes. Yeah. Like if we have like a show that's a flop, and hopefully we won't. Yeah. But if we do, we need to rethink of what we're doing. Yeah. So like, I mean, it, March things 11th, only work
3: for so long,
2: and that's true. Where they get shake, stale. It. March eleventh, we pass out flyers for April first and everything through June eighth. Yep. April first, we're gonna be passing out flyers for everything May twelfth and on. Wait, yep. no. April twenty uh, second and on. Yep. April twenty second, we're passing out flyers for. Uh, one size gonna be May twelfth. The other side's gonna be you know, the rest of everything else, yep. and so on and so forth. And we're also gonna continue um, doing like street promotions, like ourselves, trying to find like a street team. But we need to have like a bigger sense of community, and I think the last three shows have really proven that. Yeah, with the, how many people have come out, we're, we're, a, we're people would see us. People would know who yeah. we are now. I
3: think we're in a good spot. I really feel. Not, I don't feel comfortable, which is good. Yeah, I feel like super fucking anxious every time I look at that Instagram because yeah. I'm just like, God, that's a lot of expectation. And cautiously
1: set. optimistic. Yeah, Basically, very yeah.
3: cautiously optimistic. But Andrew, what do you think? Does it suck? No, I, should I, I quit?
0: It's again. I it's, think we might should quit. We wait, waited and thrown in the towel. Fucking line. What time?
1: Yeah. <laughs> what Andrew? Andrew. Waited <laughs> in
0: fucking line. Where? At thirty-five fifty-two. Northgate Drive. Oh, why'd you wait in line at 3515 <laughs> Northgate Drive? It was uh, Hymns of Blasphemy. Uh, Who's in there, man?
3: I can't believe they played a solo <laughs> show.
0: <laughs> yeah, Costin the
3: Costin the man. <laughs> Costin big man. Big Man. <laughs> big Man. Big Dog. Big Dog. <laughs> big dog. <laughs> heard the, dog. Heard the big dog's gonna be there. D Hog. D Hog. Mr. Jimmy's gonna be big there dog. too. Oh, the uh,
1: that's like a morning show. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Big Dog and D Hog
2: in the morning. The hog and the dog. Hog and dog. The hog and the dog. Hog, hog and the dogs. dog. Don't talk me. Hog and dogs. Hog and dogs. Ooh. Hog and dog. Hog and dog. I want hog some dogs. ice cream. That's yeah. good. It's a drive time show. All right. Show. What, oh. are we,
3: what are we? What do we? What do we do? Yeah. Are we, what we quitting? Are we, what are we promoting? How do you feel about this? What man? are we
2: talking about here? How do I? Had a wife. How do you how feel, feel about the collective, the resurgence of the scene, the fucking fire lit under Round our us asses? Up. Send us home. Tell us how it's going, man. Take us in. Where's it's, your rant?
3: It's really exciting. You I haven't did ran, a it ran it, today, I did a rant at the top of the show. Yeah, it was more like re, a monologue. Re, re, yeah, really. I was trying to keep a... Uh, it felt more like a really well-scripted monologue. <laughs> rant feels off the I wrote. I scribbled it down real well, quick. Well, yeah, you were reading off it. your leg. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, he
1: wrote it with his hair. He twined it real quickly. <laughs> he's the only he's,
0: man who can still read cursive.
3: He's
1: talented, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's very exciting here, and... Oh shit! I'm still stressing it. I I fucking a little bit of PTSD. (laughs) (laughs) I I blew a tire out going to Florida one time. Once that's sick. And uh, every time I'm on a long road, I just my tire. I I get anxious about my tire, and it's the same feeling right now. (laughs) The computer. You just can't enjoy it yet. It's 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 very exciting. It's very cool. I hope. more people, I just, I just wanted to keep growing. Um, I, I don't really have like a, all I can do is just help out as much as I can. This is a and, great uh,
3: platform though for this. This you know? is amazing. This yeah. contribution to the scene, although if it feels overlooked or not, like it's something that I constantly listen to week to week and feel like I'm engaged in the scene or engaged in like these. Kind of deeply woven, interconnected friendships that are all kind of tie back to it. I don't know. It, it, being a part of this or even just listening to this is keeping me immersed in the music scene in Myrtle Beach. Well, that's
0: cool. You know. Oh, I kind of want to. I want to pivot more to being active, more music-wise with this, because like, mm-hmm. you know, fucking last week we did a fake Family Guy, and I was
3: that was fucking hilarious. I think what y'all have going, and I hate to get meta on it, is like. <laughs> Y'all, it's an open slate that everything you've touched on here is just fucking incredible for me to listen to as a consumer just because I'm listening to two guys I know. And I don't give a shit what y'all talk about, but (laughs) y'all are gonna get me engaged. I don't give a fuck about Alf. (laughs) I don't care, but I listened intently the whole time because I'm just like, hey man, did they sound like they're passionate about something? And that's that's what the scene. Have you
1: have you gone and watched Alf though? No, Uh, (laughs) I have no intent, dude. But that's what's great. You you gotta watch Alf. y'all had me watch
3: Yogi, and that was about (laughs) like. I was like, I don't, I'm watching this not because I want to watch this. I'm watching this because I just kind of want to be a part of this.
2: Dude, <laughs> when they talked about the Buttercream Gang on here, I just fucking damn near shit it. myself. It was so I, good. I, I, I didn't think anybody else knew about that fucking movie. Yeah, I did. And I was like, I a didn't. super fan. I was like, this is amazing. I great. even watched both movies back to back on fucking YouTube because I can't yeah. find them anywhere else and I was mind blown that these two guys talked about it on the podcast.
3: <laughs> y'all are my uh, my entry point to a lot of things yeah. that
2: I
0: don't intend to research
1: hey, further. <laughs>
2: obs-
1: obscure content. Obscure content. I, do like doing that. But that, I do
0: but th- That's what's tugging me from going fully into... Uh, no, and I love the balance y'all
3: have. I'll tell you, the, the band's extravaganza, that stuff was... I think that's a great just grounding well, to being like With all this stuff connected. going on, I'm
0: going to do another one. Um, so look out for that. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. yeah. And uh, I guess just to round it out, did you say round it out? I said round. I like it. Out. it. We, we, we're round. This is the round end yeah. Over here.
2: Yeah, big dog, big so, dog over here,
0: boy. <laughs> big dog in the roundouts. <laughs> I don't want. I don't necessarily think end goal is a is a great term because I, I don't think any of us want to see it end. But what is sort of like. What's 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 the uh, the end game or the goal with uh, all, what's what's what i I think about this besides think and besides just like the vague broad. Yeah, you know, I want to see it grow. I want to see more people. get I, like wor- I, 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 I say world
2: domination straight up.
3: I <laughs> yeah. I, I have a good serious answer. I want to be able to hand it off.
1: That's what I was oh. just about totally to say. I totally want to have to not like, have to
3: deal with it at a certain point and give yeah. it to somebody who's. Even more fucking stoked on it than I am. That'd be dope.
1: If they can, like, I was, yeah, I was literally about to just say that. Like, it's if, like this. If I, there's a point where we don't want to do this anymore, like, who, still wanna, who does this
3: pivot into yeah. that we can almost hold accountable with a reputation? Like, hey, you're now running this idea. Of Myrtle Beach shows like Myrtle Beach shows. Yes, it is run by three, but it's also a Facebook group that and also whether or not they want to be involved, they're in put it. Their,
0: put their hand in there.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like, anyone book can book a it. show, and if you prove your fucking value, like of course you're contributing to the scene, and we need that. Like yeah. we're gonna help you, and at a certain point, like I don't want to do this forever. I want to be a part of it for almost as long as I can. But like I know my time and I know my place <laughs> in it. And the second I feel like my place is not right. I want to give it to someone who should be in that, you
0: yeah. know. Yeah, and I, don't I waste y'all's time. <laughs> another point is like, I, like, all right. So there's three guys who are doing the most prominent shit in a uh, scene for a town. There's nothing wrong with you guys taking the charge of that and doing that because you guys are putting the maximum effort into it, and you know, again, people can help out as much as they can they could even without even like consenting with you guys with it you know what I mean Mm. because it's like you know it's everyone's fucking shit and we're all gonna partake in it yeah and it's like I I can't remember the band (laughs) this is Sopranos reference (laughs) but uh, someone said it was like the Dave Brown 5 like there's got to be that Dave Brown Mm -hmm. and there's got to be like the fucking you know the figure points to fucking yeah. point it in that direction. you
3: got to spearhead it for things yeah. to just kind of follow along. <clears throat> so It's like a, the goal isn't for us to run this town. The goal is to no. like And I can facilitate. point this back to
0: wrestling, too. Hell yeah, do it. <laughs> because there's like a thing in different indie promotions and stuff where it's just like people running around doing whatever the fuck they want. And it's it's all in like good faith and like wanting to do the best for whatever that promotion is, but you gotta have the fucking you gotta have some people with the with the with the with the yeah. big hand. The big iron fists. Not even yeah. iron fist. We need you know, something you, to guide it. Yeah. Yeah. So.
2: Speak softly carry a big stick, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. When big, big you guys all have big, big, big sticks. <laughs> nice man. We have the biggest sticks in Myrtle Beach every So I mean, it's not, it's not just... Uh, we're not the only ones booking shows in Myrtle Beach. I know. but like But our collective, I think, promotes each other's and things as hard just, as we can.
3: It's I, my goal at the current moment with the shows we've announced and shows that we continue to plan to announce is like, if there's someone else booking in town, like, that should piss you off that we're doing this. And you should do something even harder. Yeah, like, yeah. Th- It's, th- it's not a competition, sh- but if you feel like it is... Fucking do it! I've definitely promoted.
2: I've definitely promoted shows out of spite before. And I
3: think, like, if that's the motivator, let it be, let it happen, because that's only good. Yeah, like if don't alienate. But like, dude, we had two shows that happened this weekend, and aside from the two DIY shows, there were probably like five original music events happening in town. I didn't realize there was so much going on until after the fact. There were like three hundred and fifty people that had to have been out seeing original live music in Myrtle Beach, Mm. and not a cover band setting, and not a bar gig setting, like. There were events outside of ours that obviously did not compete in the sense like it, it was not a competition. They stood themselves. Yeah, there's a market. Definitely capitalize. But anyway, let me get to promotions. I want to promote some
0: shit. Yeah, I'm gonna promote some stuff. But yeah, you're 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 not too cool, you know, to do stuff. And this is me saying it, not the collective. Damn, you're not Coolest too cool. Guy on earth, you don't have to have a <laughs> fucking attitude. You know, don't just, be a dick. It's it's, it's gonna be. I, I, what I want more is the bands that have fun and the people coming out to have fun, mm-hmm. and and I, this main why I want why I do this dumb shit every fucking week is I want people who are listening to have fun because I like talking about dumb shit with my friend, mm-hmm. and uh, so we're all gonna have fun, and that's an order. <laughs> I'm, having, <laughs> I'm having fun. We're gonna, have, we're gonna have fun. Do you hear me? We're yes, yes, We're sir. gonna have fun. This is all about fun. Fun.
1: Put the gun away. <laughs> Put the gun away. Put the gun down. So.
0: But, uh. Yeah. This is so yeah. easy. Yeah. <laughs> so there's Myrtle Beach shows. I'm sure there's more. There is. But well, these are the ones I know more. about. And so here we go. April 1st, you can go to Brickhouse Lounge. Uh, well, before you go to the Brickhouse Lounge, before you go, and before April 1st, you need to go on an Eventbrite to buy a $10 ticket. If you want to pay fifteen dollars at the door, that's up to you. I will not but stop you. From you can spending you can do money. that. It's more money for the bands and the venue, and they're going to be like, "Hey, thanks for all the money. I have more shows here." But <laughs> whatever you do, come out to it, uh, Brickhouse Lounge, uh, seven thirty. That's Turn of Forte, Jackson uh-huh. Roy, Reviler, Hymns of Blasphemy. That is like a like a smoothie of a show. <laughs> Half <Have laughs> <Nice> fucking <breaks. laughs> dance around pretty voices. To another half of just
2: uh, whooping ass, very ah, hot garbage. yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 All right, April twenty second. <laughs> there's a covers night. Hell yeah. Um, it, uh, at Fresh Brew Coffee House, it's ten dollars. Um, what's that? I, I don't. It doesn't say who who. Uh, what's going? on. There were on. a
1: lot of bands on there, and I thought it would be just very confusing if I put this band as this band. So I know I just there's put covers
0: Bombay there. Bicycle Club.
3: And there's the front bottoms,
2: two door cinema. Oh, I'm sorry,
3: not Bombay. It was two door cinema club. Yeah, uh, the front bottoms <laughs> and someone, some other folks doing Let, some covers. Let's just
2: say it's a cover. It's a cover it's show where bands. there's not going to be like isn't no. Nobody's boomers. playing wagon wheel. Yeah, no boomers. It's original bands like, no doing Sublime.
1: their versions of popular songs. Yeah, yeah.
3: it's like, gonna be dope. Right, it's Myrtle gonna be Most talented different. fucking kids and bands that you've probably already seen this year. Yeah. Playing some songs that you might recognize. Think of Emo Night without
0: the tag. Yeah. yeah. Basically. It's going to be fun. Uh, May 12th at Fresh Brood. Honk, honk. Yeah. Uh, $10, 8 p.m. Windley. That's the band that uh, Devin and I are in. Woo! And uh, yeah. Penalty Box, Fallscape, and a, a Brevity. And uh, really looking forward to that. And there's uh, some other shows, but let's just stick to the Myrtle Beach right now. Yeah. Uh, May 20th, Clean Sweep. They played uh, back in January. They're really fun. Uh, They're dope. Naom, I think. Nom. Nom. Naom? Naom? Where, where are they nom, from? Nom,
3: nom. Uh, They're
0: from Florida. Florida? they're going to be
3: from Myrtle Beach, though, after this show. (laughs) Yeah, they don't (laughs) want to be in Myrtle Beach. uh,
0: (laughs) The locals, Ocala, they're playing again at the uh, Fresh Brewed, May 20th, $10, (laughs) 8 p.m. And June 8th, now, you really want to circle this one because this is going to be interesting because it's at a new spot, Arcadia Studios, uh, Mall, Tombstoner, and then uh, two locals, uh, Visions of Brutality, and Narsera, who played their first show last Saturday, and Hell absolutely yeah, annihilated, did. crushed. And uh, June eighth, Arco- Arcadia Studios, ten dollars. That's at six thirty p.m. So uh, get your bedtimes in. Yeah, get on be early. good. Get worn out. Go to bed. So and yeah, all ages are uh, all shows are all ages. So
3: that's Except pretty cool. For well, the show up. Show out. We'll see. Oh, yeah. April, 1st April 1st is 18 plus. 18 plus. But, but, so out, we'll figure it however,
1: out. However, if you buy a ticket.
0: Hey, man, if you're old enough to drive,
1: if you buy a ticket you get I'm not gonna, off, yeah, and yeah. your parents are
3: old enough to drink, we'll let you in.
1: Yeah, if you buy a ticket, then there's no really, there's if you're no real way cop, to to turn you away if you yeah. already spent your money online.
2: No cops. Oh so, God. That's the only rule. Buy, and the, t- buy the ticket online first. Please.
1: Fortunately for you, I'm the one scanning the ticket at the door. And oh. we don't know how to do refunds. And, <laughs> and and I, and I, don't I don't know how, how to room. do refunds. Are
2: baby in a
0: diaper? <laughs> <laughs> Are your parents alive? Hey, I'll man, let I was already, and I thought, it's a for shit myself real quick, but <laughs> look. You gotta let me.
1: It's <laughs> my baby impersonation? It sounded yeah. like a... <laughs>
0: Hey man, <laughs> I'm going. Hey
3: man, I bought a ticket to this gig. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> and that is uh yeah, that is it.
3: Uh, um, can fall? I can I push and promote? Turnaforte put out a song called Exit a couple weeks ago, and it rocks. Yeah, it's pretty good. Devin's to it. <laughs> Devin's playing it live.
1: <laughs> I've had a hard time with that song.
3: Turnaforte on Spotify. I have a love-hate relationship. Turn Forte on anywhere. Follow Myrtle Beach shows at Myrtle Beach shows. Costin.
2: Uh check out Hems of Blasphemy on Instagram. It's uh one word, no F. Hems O Blasphemy. <laughs> and uh really just follow Myrtle Beach shows and uh, come out, and get involved, talk uh, to yeah. us. Let's uh let's have fun. Uh
3: follow turn forte follow Myrtle Beach shows, listen to Exit, come see us April first. Please save five dollars. I mean, I don't my girlfriend insists that she's paying fifteen, but little does she know I bought her a presale. so Ooh. I didn't yet, but I will. That was high turn. Little does she know she will not listen to this and knows that I will buy her a pre-sale.
0: <laughs> right on. So, uh, yeah. Follow at Myrtle Beach Shows to stay updated. Even if you're out of town, you might want to come.
3: Yeah. Hang See out. what you're missing out on. Yeah, for, for real.
0: Don't be a fucking loser.
3: Yeah, you'll fucking win or get involved. Turtle shows is all winners, dude. All winners, dude. Anyone who goes to our shows are winners. Straight up winners. Winners, yeah. winning. Alphas. Everybody's like, an alpha. Dude, Tiger hashtag blood
2: driving to the show.
3: Honk honk. Everybody's
2: hashtag winning.
3: <laughs> yeah, all of our shows are hashtag epic. Dude, there's okay. so many. I saw so this many. Is tro- epic. I saw huh? so many troll faces in the crowd earlier. Really? Dude, everyone has XD and It was crazy. Oh jeez. <laughs> All right, I, shut I the was fuck I up. Was ruffled, ruffled, I raffled I raffled the whole night. I raffled uh, crazy. All right, dude. Shut I down. saw someone raffle copter in the pit.
0: God, oh fuck! Sick wikis, dude. It was awesome. <laughs> but most importantly, for more Windley crap, you follow at Windley underscore band on and uh, in, on all the socials, <laughs> and uh, you check out Windley where apparently I just. Uh, it's Get excited release. about wrestling shows and then drink a lot of beer after it and then we, write about it. Can we have
2: it. a show at a wrestling show?
0: I
3: want Could to. Could we partner with a wrestling
0: event?
1: Do do we we have a, um, there I'm is not. a local wrestling company that's like starting up again. Can you uh, work yeah, on that answer?
0: Up. That's so, your contribution I'll, to the scene. I know um, one promotion mm, I don't know.
1: Costin knows one wrestler. TBD. Oh yeah. yeah you do yeah, know. Him. I, know so. I know Chris Jericho ideal. So, <laughs> so that is all It's
3: a shame to complain But we gotta have a lot more love
0: Okay we really I, I, Cause I have to edit this Oh my god it should be out by now <laughs> Alright right, bye 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 Bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs>